0: Let the bodies hit the floor, let the bodies hit the floor, let the bodies hit the floor, let the bodies hit the floor!
1: And welcome to episode 35 of the Varangian Heresy podcast. My name is Jody. Uh, also known as Painter chap in uh, some circles but not many these days as uh, that seems to have slipped by the wayside but hey it's all there still on instagram so you can always follow me there and with me as always are my two absolutely beautiful stunning gorgeous and this is why we're doing radio co-hosts starting with the lovely christopher how you doing buddy
2: these new warriors are the next step in the evolution oh, of Emperor Oh, fuck off. How are you doing,
1: Christopher? Back in your hole, then. That's how it's going to be tonight. Back in your hole. We're
3: not
0: going to
1: have a three-hour intro.
3: Seriously,
1: how are you doing, man? How are you doing? How are you all right?
2: Yeah. It's Apart from trying to troll. School, you know. Yeah, trolling,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah you,
2: know, you know. Same <laughs> old, same you? old. And you?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. recovering after a week off of being crook, as Freddie would put it, and just being generally blah. But uh, you know, back on the crazy train as of tomorrow. So life is all good, I guess. And as I've just mentioned, the man himself, the man, the legend, the uh, the myth, the uh, criminal record. The mythical beast. Um, he is the man, the, the the crown prince of 30k here in Sweden. He sits atop the throne. He is Mr. Freddy? How are you doing today, beautiful?
3: Uh, I'm fucking tired. Been drinking too much this weekend.
1: If there is <laughs> You're such best a thing. Non-commissioned officer and a gentleman piece, huh? Uh, exactly.
3: <laughs> Free alcohol.
1: Free. Uh, <laughs> oh dear God. No, I'm fine. Why
3: don't hear script. about
1: you on the news then?
3: Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Drops. All right. Cover up. All right. Yeah, cover up. It's a cover up. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking. Um, no, I'm good. Stressing out as fuck for Lincoln doing all the last bits and pieces. So he's painting like a motherfucker, uh, gluing stuff like a, like a super glue, literally covering my entire hands. <laughs> so,
1: and for everybody not, who's not a regular piece. listener, you won't be surprised by that. But this is for, actually for once it it has something to do with modeling.
3: Yeah, true. This is not foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> for once, it's not foreplay. For once. Yeah, no, so, but I'm good. Thanks for asking. Ah. How are you?
1: Well, like I just said, I'm doing all right. Uh, life is life and all that sort of stuff. And uh, I am doing the same, same, but not to the same degree as you. I'm cramming for Lincoln and uh, generally just trying to catch up on everything. Um, hopefully, everybody who's now listening to this episode who's caught up on some of our episodes that were lost to the scrap code, uh, but are back thanks to the uh, the wonders of technical support, the, uh, technical
3: the magic of science,
1: Mechanicum, you know, Magos is that that sort of worked over our data banks and recovered stuff for us. Uh, so I hope you guys have enjoyed the uh, the episodes that we put out. There are some, there is a little bit more coming as we actually put out the quiz that we did on the evening as well for the MKA course which could be a lot of fun um but otherwise yeah i think i think we're doing all right i think we need to get the social medias out of the way Fuck yeah! let me, let me do that relatively quickly uh i'm gonna start recording this just to make it sound better uh, so facebook come and follow us come and follow our uh give our facebook page for the podcast a like it's the varangian heresy podcast because we all have fragile egos and need to need the support uh, we have our podcast group, which is the Varangian Heresy podcast group, imaginatively named, but does its job. Uh, get over there, so come and have a look at all the work in progress pics that we've got going on. There'll be some pics of what we've been doing for Linkon and generally all our hobbying and stuff. So come and take a good look at all that. Uh, Twitter, we are uh, Varangian Heresy, email thevarangianheresy at com. Uh, website, well, that's a that's a work in progress, and that's going to become something new and exciting and all shiny once Lincoln's out of the way, and I've had time to sit down and do it. And uh, Instagram, Varangian Heresy, or at Virangian Heresy, however you do these sorts of things. Um, and yeah, that's that's a very rushed but very succinct social media update. I don't think we need to add any more, do you guys, but as far as social yeah. media is concerned? It's <laughs> well, good enough.
3: more social media than I, I can handle.
1: <laughs> this is true, but that's why you leave, us to, leave it to us kids, mate. That's what it's all about. Don't worry. We got yeah. you back on this one. Um, so that is that. And I think it's not going to be a hugely in-depth uh, intro for once, which <laughs> has our normal intros run to anywhere between like 45 minutes and an hour. Because um, I don't think we need to go too deeply into everything, because our main topic is something that's a little bit time-sensitive, very important. So on tonight's episode, we are talking all things Lincoln, the Lincoln heresy, part two, the redux, the redo, the, the, the next stage of the crazy. The Lin- a- Lincolnian Shadow War. Thank you very much. There, I was about to say there is a proper title for it, and Freddie just gave it to us. The Lincolnian Shadow War. Uh, I yeah. was just um, thank, add...
3: thank you, fucking Games Workshop, for like later you coming up with Armageddon Shadow War. What the fuck? I I should trademark that.
1: You should have. That that would have been hilarious, you know. Um, But yes, you should have, really, Freddie. You could be rolling in money from, I don't know, some sort of lawsuits.
2: I guess they have a better, better legal team than you do, Freddie.
3: (laughs) Saying the voices in my head aren't good enough. Uh,
2: I'm saying that they might just
1: argue with themselves too much before it even got to court. Um, (laughs) Yes, we're going to be talking all things. Uh, lincolnian shadow wars uh, or lincoln shadow heresy Lincoln, Lincoln 2 which is taking place in effectively a little under seven seven calendar days from when we're recording so uh, it's going to be well, fucking amazeballs
2: to be fair in the seven calendar calendar days or how you want to put it, it it's actually over
1: already well it will have happened then past tense yep. We would have been past the tents, past the row of tents that was Lincoln. <laughs> and moving on towards the Hagvarian uh, the Hagvarian event, which I can't remember yep. the name of. Uh, <laughs> Hagvarian Betrayal. The Hagvarianing? Isn't everything yeah, the Hagvarian betrayal. Hey, check me out. I pulled that one out <laughs> of the rabbit, didn't I? Um nope. Uh, that was a bit of a Should, shouldn't
2: this really just be Lincoln to the Lincoln or something? Or yeah, Lincoln Order, like
1: the Lincoln, 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 Two, or Lincolnian, Lincolnia, um, well, it's Lincoln. The... Yeah. Well, yeah. it
3: is Lincoln, Lincolnian, okay. the, the
1: Lincolnian uh, Shadow Wars. Lincolnian Shadow Wars. Yeah. Okay. We, we 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 can't argue you out of this one, Freddy. Hey, I, um, I named it. It it's that's what <laughs> you it. it it's yeah. yours. Don't argue. Fair enough. Yeah.
2: So you named it, and that's the problem, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh no so, no no! Let's so, be someone concerned. has to do some fucking work. Yeah, I'm gonna
2: I'm uh. gonna do, do it like this then. So Jody, what have you yeah. been up
1: to? <laughs> Nicely steered, Chris. Uh, what have I been up to? I have been I've been apart from hacking my lungs up quite quite regularly. Um, I have been up to crunching a ton of stuff for Lincoln. I've been working on a number of uh, terrain pieces for Freddy. I am trying to blitz through. As we speak, which is why there are hobby noises tonight, ladies and gentlemen, be warned. Um, I am blitzing through, uh, let me see, three rhinos, four rhino chassis, uh, four jet bikes, their riders, a herald, and a few turrets for said chassis as well. So I'm, I'm plowing through a load of armor at the moment, trying to get it ready and painted um, and looking good using the uh, techniques from the wonderful mka studios and um, yeah trying not to go into a fucking meltdown while doing it Um, so yeah that's what i've been doing um progress is moving along i'm making progress i'm kind of happy with where i'm at but um yeah we'll see how it is by the time lincoln rolls around i'm hoping it will be done basically Uh, if not i'll be rocking back and forth in a chair with paintbrush in hand on the evening of the evening before the event just going please don't beat me freddy please don't beat me freddy please don't beat me freddy (laughs) paint Um, on a train do it jen i'm driving which might be a little bit more difficult
2: Um, remember kids don't paint and drive
1: no it's very serious we take we take auto safety very seriously here at
2: the ranch in heresy
1: so outsource your painting while you're driving basically um so yeah that's that's what i've been doing what about you christopher what have you been doing
2: school mainly
1: Huh? Yep. And John's well, not yeah. overly happy at all. About that.
2: <laughs> well, I can. I've been painting some as well, and I'm currently actually acting as a support so my dog can sit sit on my chest and look out the window. Okay.
1: So she's so, happy at least. You're basically being dog furniture.
2: Yep. Well, I've been that. to be doing in life. <laughs> I've been that for most of the week, given that my fiance is away. I've also been wondering. Why there are Gogo dancers on the Imperator Titan on the cover of uh, the binary su- succession?
3: Because because it's the way I would love it to be.
2: Yeah, but it's not it's not. If an, I had an, an Imperator,
1: if I had an Imperator Titan, I would have Gogo dancers on it. Yeah, because well, nobody the... vetoes nobody vetoes an Imperator.
2: No, but uh, nobody vetoes veto Titan Legions. You mean? That too, in
1: general. <laughs> but scale-wise, given, party.
2: <laughs> given how large that Titan is, they are they are probably four or five times the size of a human.
1: Well, ogryn has <laughs> got to make a living, man. And
2: yeah, they're not that big. <laughs> I mean, Super genetically
1: uh, mod. Oh, you know what it is, don't you? There's that's the original gene seed for the prim- for the uh, Primaris Space Marines. Oh,
2: oh! So that's so that's where Cole found Cole found all the technology of <laughs> exactly. the Emperor burning from
1: the it. Go Go dances on the Emperor's Titans. Done.
2: Timely reinforcements to the Imperium's armies as their enemies close in for the kill. Yeah, fair enough. I, I must also admit that one of the reasons I got into this topic is that my screen, my my desktop wallpaper on my computer is that Titan, so it's literally scowling at me as I'm sitting here.
3: So motivation. you're saying you, 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 you you're you, there. you've been looking at that picture too long for your own mental sanity.
2: Yeah, I, I got a dual screen set up, so i got one screen that I use and one screen that I use for a scowling titan.
1: <laughs> there you go. It's going to scowl at you whether you like it or not. Y-
2: well, new...
3: if it makes you paint your fucking warhound, then it's breaking.
2: Yeah, yeah it is. It is actually.
1: It's all about motivation there awesome exactly. so you've you've been up to that Freddie? you did allude to what you've been doing but please go into a bit more detail if you if you have the sanity thing. <sighs>
3: all right uh well i have built uh thanatar which was interesting uh which i <clears throat> ended up being way drunk towards the end so i fucked up the little piston bits from one <laughs> hand to another um because i kind of Dropped super glue on the instructions from Portugal and I uh, kind of glued the paper <laughs> together. But yeah. anyway, so I've done that. Uh, I have classic done,
1: rookie yeah. mistake, the classic yeah. rookie mistake. <laughs> yeah,
3: I've done uh, heaps of uh, airbrushing, at least the primary colors uh, for the character series. Uh, I have um, painted a bit of them and also I've been building terrain like a crazy person. And that's about it. I I, I can't even remember what I said for Holberg Progress. I've glued like jet bikes and shit together, but (laughs) I think I brought that up last time.
1: I think you did, but we It's
3: all like a resin blur for me. I have no idea what's going on anymore. I'm so tired. And uh, yeah, currently I'm looking at uh, heaps of models that I need to paint, but at least they are kind of primed in their main uniform color. So, so that's good.
1: Just detailing and stuff.
3: Oh, and I, I've been uh, sort like uh, packaging the the nights for the night raffles, trying to get them sorted out. Because, you know, I'm going to give Chris some on uh, Friday oh. to do the prep work for uh, Stuart.
1: Yep. Awesome.
3: Let's that is... I, I'm, I'm currently like... I'm, I'm only so far... Only, <laughs> only because my funds are are not, like, super good. Um, I'm currently, uh, in, like, bathing in knights for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> like, they're everywhere. Wherever I go, I open a box, there's a fucking knight. So I need I need to sort them out, like, in proper batches. So, like, one for you, Jody, and then yep. one for Stuart, and then I'll do my batch and start working on them. I've been trying a couple of different metallic schemes on, on like, the test models before I decided like i've done a a purple metallic one i'll I'll put up that uh, as a whip i was thinking about doing a purple metallic one uh, a red metallic one and then a green metallic one and then i'll let uh, our viewers decide which uh, metallic color schemes i should go with
1: okay so listeners Viewers, listeners, you've been upgraded to viewers now, even though we have no live feed. This is good. Um, no, we,
3: we'll, we'll, we'll have live feed soon. That's true. In, in a will. couple of days.
2: F- Freddie got, got his webcam channels, but you really don't oh, want the links his, for those. His premium Snapchat, to <laughs> <I mean.
1: laughs> Yeah. His yeah. yeah. super premium Snapchats, which is just Freddie screaming, how the fuck do you make this work? For, you know, perfection. For yeah. seconds <laughs> or snaps at his own.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just screams of perfection and rolls of one's.
3: Yeah. yeah, that's true. I did that heaps with Bjorn so, the other day. Oh, hobby progression. Does gaming count? Yes, I, it I, very
1: much does count.
3: I played with uh, Bjorn. Um,
1: you played a the, game of 30k with Bjorn, right?
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just well, I, I, I played with him, on him, with him, at him, on top uh-huh. of things. Now, we, so we played a couple of the Lincoln games. He totally trashed me. But, you know, I dragged him. Was he beer. playing
1: his Ultramarines or was he playing Alpha? Yeah, Marine?
3: it's fucking. No, he was playing ultramarines. Ugh. Yeah, disgusting. Yuck. I know. <laughs> yeah. But at least it uh, showed that the scenarios are fucking funny as fuck. So it, it was still down the the wire, but I can't. I kind of lost the game, considering um, I played Empress Children and I have my entire army in reserves. I, I don't run the right of war. Because it was just like a, a quick, quick fix army. As the rest of my army is packed up, uh, ready to go for Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I played like a different army, but um, in that army I had like uh, heaps of stuff outflanking, and because I was doing like jet bikes and and what I call like the the skimmers, javelins. Nice like I have heaps of javelin javel- yeah, javelins, and I had like buku flyers, and yeah. And needed to say, all my reserves arrived at turn four. <laughs> so, Yay! so uh, we're I, I, boys, we're coming. I might have faced Bjorn <laughs> with like 500 points, <laughs> and then when the the rest rocked up, it was like too late because it was that mission. Um, like well, we're gonna go through the missions later on, but it's the mission where he, was, like, even though I had <laughs> had heaps of bonuses on my Shadow War roll. I rolled a three <laughs> two D six. So obviously he won that and he decided to be the <laughs> defender. Cause he's like, that's all right. I'll, I'll take on his reserves as they come in because, okay, he's going to get two thirds of his reserves on, but that's, at least that's piecemeal. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Then you perfected so only, that one then.
3: I, I, perfected arriving late, but only, only fine people arrive late to the party. You know, that special ones. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It's all about rocking up in your own time. Yeah, exactly. Too, too
3: busy fucking sorting out their hairdos and shit. But, yeah, so that was fun. That's about it. That's all my hobby progressions.
1: Well, again, Freddy leading the charge on just general hobbying next gear. You know, there's there's a sort of fifth gear, sixth gear, and then there's Freddy gear, and yeah. he's up there.
2: To be I, fair, 50 was body. an awful series. <laughs> it was a really
3: bad series, actually, but yeah. Well, I think my body's trying to desperately tell me that I need to start living on more than like three hours of sleep.
2: Just and worth doing. May, maybe cut down on the accelerator.
3: <laughs> well, the accelerator's fucking its It's empty it's now. It's everything that's In keeping itself. him going,
2: man. <laughs> yeah. It's everything that's keeping him alive.
3: Yeah, well, I'm out of the accelerator. It's all shit ass.
1: Oh, yep. So that's me. So that is you. That Perfect. is me. Yes. Awesome. so we're making making some progress. Everybody's eyes down and cramming for Lincoln, which is going to be awesome. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to Lincoln and seeing how many of the um, the uh, how many of the sorry how many of the guys from the uh, MKA course uh, come along with uh, new stuff. And see what that new stuff looks like because it's going to be pretty awesome. So I'm looking forward to seeing new new stuff, new painted stuff up on the uh, table tabletop. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Or even if uh, people haven't had uh, you know fully armored, finished or whatnot, at least it's going to be interesting to see if they bring up some models and show some more like progress in in person. That would be pretty cool, I reckon.
1: Yeah, it'll be awesome. I'm uh, Like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to bringing stuff up and seeing all the, the picks and whips and stuff that we, uh, we've we been uh, having put out is going to be so awesome. Very much looking forward to it. It's my reward.
3: Finally, after I'm done with all this shit, I'm going to start finally being able to crack down with my iron hands.
1: Yep. Yeah. Looking forward to that.
3: Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm, I, I'm like uh, almost done with... Uh, couple of the stages on my Land Raider, I just need to start finishing that off, and then I have I primed a bunch of and corked a bunch of Marines, ready to roll to book out the squads I already did at the course so, should have two tactical squads and two uh, Rhinos ready, and then um, some characters Pretty is good start awesome, man. yeah, good start for an
1: army it's a very decent start for the army and, and... And, and hopefully some land,
3: yeah. land speeders if you bring the bits, Chris. Yeah. Don't forget, pack the
1: bits. <laughs> that stuff in general. New stuff, because there's been new stuff and lots of news. and.
3: Someone who just wanted to talk about some rams.
1: Yeah, something about the the, the rams. of. The... Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's, that's the, the Sexa Ram, the best the model that comes out of Fortwell for a long, long time. Yeah. Actually, The Sexa Ram, or as it's also called... More a little bit more boring the Iron Hills Chariot yeah but it's it's they're not really
1: rams are they
2: no but sexability sounds stupid And <laughs> sexability like I said sexability just sounds like something that you're going to find on Urban Dictionary yeah it sounds like something that you and your sister and your father is included in at the same time <laughs>
1: Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's,
2: that's it's not that's, a good thing. That's, that's definitely not a good thing. Jeez, but no. I could just to call it a sexer buck because buck can be used for mm. both uh, goats and sheep. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> wow. Okay. That's that
2: There's some serious mental images there. <laughs> well done, but Well done. <laughs> but it, it is a really, really cool looking model.
1: Yeah. And then then there's a new turret out for something apparently.
2: No, no, there's not a new turret out. Mm-hmm. You have to buy the entire kit. Not just a turret. You have to buy the entire kit. Okay. So the Legion custodes Gal- Caladius Grav Tank Annihilator, which is a cool turret, but it could have just been sold as an upgrade kit. That's my point. It could have been sold as an upgrade kit.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Because the only thing different is a tu- turret. It's not like with the Sicaran because that's got... One has a turret mount and one has a hull mount. So they have to sh- change out too many bits for it to work. But this one is literally just a turret swap.
1: Okay, I get you now. Because we were to- joking about this before we came on air. And now now I understand
2: a bit more <laughs> about <laughs> it. It's just a turret swap.
1: <laughs> it's just a turret swap. Yeah,
2: and <clears throat> they, they also send it to sell it in a bundle with the regular Kaladius grab a tank for the exact sum, same money as you would pay if you just put both of them in the shopping cart separately.
1: See, now, this, this, is my, this, is my, this is where I think this is even slightly more of a problem, is that, for me, bundles usually indicate some sort of saving. Yep. They, they seem to be getting this wrong. But they are actually or, or they're actually not the calling it a
2: bundle, they're saying that it's both. Yeah. So they never mention bundle. They say it, that you get both for exactly the double amount well,
1: Fair enough, I guess. But, still, but, the, yeah.
2: but they do sell an Iron Heels war Warband, which is three of them, for exactly three times the money you have to pay for one.
1: You're loving, yeah. your, you're loving this set of six RAM,
2: aren't you? Six of RAM. Yeah. The, the great I, bundle deal. And I went with uh, I didn't uh, go with the regular. Latin numeration, I already went with the Greek one. But okay. That's why it's well, Hexa, that's... not Hexa. Ah,
1: okay, fair enough. See, so learn something new every day. And yeah. uh, this, this is it... why we do things here on the Virgin Heresy, to learn.
2: But to be fair, I'd rather pay £100 for the Iron halo Chariot than pay anything for the Galadius one, unless they sell it third separately, because they would be. But then
1: again, we're not really loyalist players here, are we?
2: Well, I am. How I just, have to, play, I just <laughs> have to play. I traitors all the time. You Freddie needs. Not have on. to. We'll see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start taking uh, Caleb Decima in my list. So I have to be loyalist. <laughs>
1: this is like, god damn it, males. We're gonna have to do this. i are gonna, gonna force the issue now.
2: But yeah, it has ah, a. Handable. It has a really really cool crossbow.
1: Caleb Decima.
2: No, I'm well, saying, it yeah. got a. Yeah. Uh, stands a dwarf gripping it, it, the fireball rapid fireball bolt with ah, a dwarf, Okay, fair enough. I was wondering where we were. Building in the a sword by his side, and a raised platform stands a driver who can be optionally replaced with Iron Hills Captain, who is included in the kit. Mm.
1: Okay. There you go. There we are. So this will be a Lord of the Rings podcast very soon.
2: Well, <laughs> given the two releases this week, one is a pointless tank, and one is a cool chariot. Hang on, it's, it's not pointless yet. We're not in eighth edition. It will still have points, just depending on which type of play you do. And take uh, well then. If well then, just go open and uh, use the chariots against the tank. See what happens. <laughs> I
1: love your thinking. I love your thinking. Oh dear. Right. Okay. There's one more thing right. to mention. One more thing I want to mention before we go on to, uh, go on to uh, talking about Lincoln. And that is the Night House Raffle. Freddie, do you want to tell us a bit about that, please, Bud? Because this is something we're going to really be pushing for the next little while. So there will be a regular segment talking about it in every episode. And it's very important that we do so. So would you like to uh, explain to the people, Freddie?
3: Yeah, well, uh, what we're doing here at the Rangia Heresy is we're raffling away three fully painted night houses. Um, each night house will consist of seven nights, which is the one plastic GW nights and every single 412 nights. Um, and uh, they will be painted one night. House will be painted by myself. Another one will be painted by Jody, and the third uh-huh. one will uh-huh. <laughs> and the third one will be painted by Stuart at the Geno 52. And uh, basically, what we're doing is just like last year. Uh, most of our Fellow listeners, know that we tried to raise money to, you know, find a cure for Duchenne, and we're doing the same. Like last year, we raised ten thousand dollars, which is amazing, and this year we yeah, (laughs) it's really good. And this year we're trying to match that to raise another ten thousand dollars. Basically, what you do is you go to our web, our Facebook page, uh, or any other podcast or TFL or whatever, they'll they'll have the link there. And uh, go in there and just uh, donate some money to the parental project, or uh, fight for a cure for Duchenne. And each uh, $35 gives you a raffle tickets to enter in the draw to be one out of three lucky people to win uh, a night house. Uh, just like last year, we'll do heaps of other giveaways. Who knows? We might have you know, some donations to the cause, and we'll do some books or whatnot. Uh, there'll definitely be more than the three knights' houses, and the draw will have happening just like it did last year, we'll do it live at Skandis, and all the knights will be at Skandis for our big, uh, massive night joust event the night before we do the draw, so they'll see some table action, we'll do some cool live courting of the knights, stomping around, so you can see, so, so your knights will already be bloodied.
1: <laughs> or, or dead, depending if they're perfection or not.
3: Uh, yeah, Maybe I shouldn't. Play any of the knights. I guess I don't
2: know. <laughs> uh, you could use to play Angron.
3: I'll play Angron.
2: Well, there'll definitely be blood
1: spilled then.
3: <laughs> be throwing your right knights, knight left, right, and center. Yeah, no, but uh, seriously. Um, so just go in there, check out the page, go on the link, donate thirty-five bucks. It's not that much. It's for a great cause. Everything goes to you know, the Parental Project Foundation, you know, to fight for a cure for Duchenne. And uh, yeah. And if you're even lucky, you win thousands of pounds worth of nights, <laughs> you know, pro painted. Well, I'm yeah. talking about myself now, not you, Jody. <laughs>
1: Brian, I was going to say, I don't count my, my stuff as pro painted, but um, at least. Well, at us least can. Uh, I was going to say that, I was uh, going to say that. Uh, you know, right, well,
3: at least at least one of the night hours will be done by a proper uh, pro painter. Uh, the other two will just, you know,
1: be done by us. <laughs> uh,
3: be, be done by by that. Fabulous uh, topic that Chris loves. Uh, MKA standard <laughs> painted. So
2: well that we could we could have a discussion about that as well, but uh, I sh- won't go into it on on air.
3: No. no but uh, sufficient to say they will be looking fucking good because we're going to put in a lot of love and a lot of effort into you know. Our, and and most people have seen what we paint as painters, at least Jody and I. Um, have also seen Chris's amazing work when he'll. And Chris will help out with some building. Is not that right, Chris? So, yep. There will be so much love going into these nights, so and it'll definitely look fabulous. Fabulous, darling. Fabulous, darling.
2: And yeah. we should just do a note that even though Pro in Sweden is actually an old age pensioner interest organization, it's not them who will paint the mini- miniatures.
1: Well, maybe we um, get them to do the fine detail work. You never know. Yeah. they the hand steadiness the yeah. area, the, uh, you know, with the...
2: Well,
3: they can do the overspray with the airbrush. To, to, to be fair, it can't,
2: it can't really be worse. <laughs> 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 I'm yeah. just kidding. It, it will be really good.
1: It will be really yeah. good. Yeah. So, yeah, the, that's important. Uh, and, yeah,
3: well, definitely, like, uh, right now, all of us are are busy with the um, first Lincoln and then Hagvarian coming almost back to back.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then but Scorpius uh, as well.
3: And Scorpius, but, and also we have a, um, uh, our month for the mm, global the campaign, the yep. campaign, but uh, we'll definitely start chucking out uh, some whips and stuff. I've already done some unboxing. I was, I was going to compare the big laser destroyer cannons, <laughs> With something else but I choose my finger. Which uh most of our listeners appreciated apparently.
1: You just wanted uh, to give it a fair comparison. You didn't wanna didn't want to break yeah, it. Yeah,
3: like like you wouldn't see the fucking resin gun. You know?
1: Modesty. Modesty, Freddie. Well, yeah, it's all about modesty. Uh,
3: anyway, and like, like we said earlier in the intro, uh, I'm gonna uh well, you do you wanna say which house you're painting, Mr. J?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be painting up House Maccabius and they're fucking i've been reading up on their fluff and everything if you've got book four conquest take a read because they're in there and their their stuff is fucking awesome um <laughs> i'm really falling yeah. for this house already my own night falling, falling in love <laughs> falling
3: in love yeah, but yep. yeah. and i'm going to do a mechanicum house and like we said before i'm i'm actually going to do um uh, three three shades, like three three test models, which is not going to be nice, though, because <laughs> I'm not going to decide that one. So one is going to be purple metallic, one is going to be green metallic, one is going to be red metallic. So I'm going to put those up on our webpage uh, once I'm done, and then uh, our fellow listeners can go up, up there and we'll promote that all over social media, so everyone will get a chance to go in and vote for which one you <coughs> think is the sexiest looking one and then I'll paint it that way awesome because I, I, I love me, like I've, I've got some um, got some uh, 412 airbrush paints and they go so nice as uh, uh, like a coloured metallic like a clear coat over the metallic uh, it looks so good
1: which reminds me I need to get some eventually for the I think I'm going to use those instead of the um, the normal GW airbrush reds for, the, uh, for your Titan yeah so I think I'm going to go that way myself.
3: So yeah, fucking um, angry and red, the clear one is so good. Same with the I- Idelon clear. And yeah. I-, I wish I had a car in this color like the Idelon clear. <laughs>
1: my pimp machine give it time so. you've got the skills now mate it might just take a, <laughs> yeah, well, take a little longer hear. with your uh with your airbrush than it would have another type of airbrush but you can't. Yeah, I used
3: air, yeah and imagine the amount of fucking forge world paint you have
1: to buy so. I, can well, hear, I can hear i forge can world, forge world grinning as we say this right now it's like yes yes we can imagine oh thanks like we're, we're out of it. stock
3: for eidolon purple some dude in sweden has bought everything we had
2: like uh, i get, reckon it wouldn't be too hard to get hold of that color outside of Forge World, but this is yeah. true. But Forge if you World, want, but... if you want to buy it for a lot of money for a really small <laughs> bottle.
3: Uh, well, if you read Fulgrim, you know it's it's not about getting a similar color. You have to have perfection. You have to have the exact color.
2: Yeah, and that <laughs> probably just go to a color manufacturer and get them to match it. Uh, is that This is true. I, I want to blend it myself with, with
1: fluids and. You are the voice yeah, of reason. The... Save
2: Freddie's bank balance as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, he just needs to get that car to spray it on. It's worth it. That's
3: yeah, that's true. Yeah. You need to buy a new car as well. Yep. Yeah, so that's uh, the night raffle. But we'll uh, we'll bring more. <laughs> like once uh, we'll keep chatting it out and we'll keep pushing it. Uh, I'm gonna actually get once things are settling down a bit. I'll do like a proper. Uh, info pack and we'll do like a proper proper episode just about the night raffle and we'll go through like different nights and we'll have Stuart come on our show as well and do like a joint Geno 5-2 Rang and Heresy episode where we talk about the night raffle I'll go into all those um, uh, like unpleasant things about the disease and other more informative ways and how the money actually works like with the research and stuff like All all we do is, this is just something we've done off our own backs. Obviously, I have personal reasons (laughs) for wanting to find a cure for DMD. But, like, we we just did this off off our own backs, and um, we're we're just doing it through the parent project for muscular dystrophy. And, uh, like, all we do is we just make sure that we raise funds for research. And that's it. And we like all the guys from all the other podcasts and stuff, they donated nights. And we have like the Northern heresy. I'm, I'm touching Jens's night right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Just okay. uh, <laughs> caressing. Oh my. It. It's it? se- It's actually semi-assembled now. So, you know, I can, I can touch. The, so the it's, so
2: it's getting, it's getting a wreck. Um.
3: Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm going to paint this one. I've decided because Jens gave it to me. So I'm, I'm going to paint this night because I semi-assembled it myself. Uh, yeah, so like in the TFL boys, they've they've donated like a Lancer and stuff. So yeah, everyone's chipped in. Um, so it's it's been like uh, awesome to see this. So most most of uh, the nights that we're actually gonna raffle away are donations from different podcasts and different, um, you know, what, what do you call it? Webcasts, podcasts, webcasts, video channels.
1: <laughs> Web yeah, uh, we, yeah, webcasts. I think it's webcasts the That's term kids it. use these days
3: yeah i know i'm so behind that <laughs> uh anyway but we're gonna like we the, the plan is uh not in the long distance future uh to have a telethon like we did last time with the tfl boys we'll also have like a proper mega episode where we'll we'll probably have a couple of guests from the different podcasts and and like how we're doing this, and how we did last year.
1: We we'll probably have
3: Cole Long, the guy that uh, won the warlord last year. Uh, who got
1: it? Who got it hand delivered by Freddie?
3: Yeah.
1: And <laughs> was pretty fucking stoked from what from what you were telling us.
3: Yeah. I, well, I gave him a D de- template as well. I said, look, you're gonna need this one, mate, because <laughs> he didn't have one. <laughs> so.
2: so he he he, really, he got a template that he will use for a while at least.
3: Well, you know, for Heresy, at least he will play it until, I don't
2: know, whenever. May, maybe September, at the earliest.
1: Ah, whenever. We're not going to dwell on that, because if we do, we'll be here all night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She'll be alright. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be, be good. Right.
2: It'll and be if gonna... uh, people are wondering, I think uh, the talks about the uh, live cast of Telethon was the first or uh, second weekend in uh, June, right? Yeah, Something I think around, so. Uh, yeah. uh, around the, the 10th, but
3: yeah, but as, not... soon, as soon as we like set it in stone, we're gonna start promoting it all over the shop. So, yep, not just us, the TFL boys, like all the other podcasts. You know. Yeah, so it'll it'll be good. It'll be similar to last year. I'll try to be a bit more sober, but it it got pushed back, and I've already gone through my case of beer by the time it we finally went up live. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> so yeah. to reasons, we're gonna make sure we time it well. Is what we're saying. <laughs>
3: yeah exactly yeah, no, cool. so, this is good. so stay tuned but like in the meantime just uh, if you want more information you can always hit us up uh, PM, email, you know, messenger, whatever you can either hit me personally or you can hit through the, the podcast or you can contact any of the other podcasters like the Eye of Horrors or anyone else the Age of Darkness what, just pick one of your favorite heresy related podcast and then ask them and they'll push you in the right direction you No. Know, and um, like I said, most of them should have that pin on their Facebook page as well. But if, if you're looking for information, just do a shout-out. We're active in most groups, and most groups know about the raffle and everything. It will definitely put you put you where you need to go to get more information.
2: Yeah, I, I have uh, just one thought here. Uh, there was some to- talk about uh, Cole never getting his Titan, wasn't there?
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. But that's not true.
2: We got yeah, it I think It's best to address that. Right yeah, there's,
3: a, there's even a photo of us, uh, you
2: know, yeah, but celebrating. So that's celebrating,
3: was, and I'm just shaking his hand.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just thought we should mention, talk a bit about that. That there's been a rumor that the winner last year never got his Titan and stuff like that. But yeah. since you hand delivered it to him at Adepticon, it's uh,
3: yeah. So that that's not true. <laughs> no, I don't yeah, know where that came from, but obviously he got his Titan. Just yep, as yeah. everyone else got all their raffle prizes, like Kim got his black book. Well, you can actually see that on the vid- video cast of, of my yeah, exactly.
1: there, there, the, there may or may not be the, some degree of groaning at Kim mm. up. We love but think, yeah, it up. But I think
3: like when uh, when that got posted on Facebook, I think Cole fucking even jumped on Facebook and said, no, I got it. <laughs>
1: so I have it right here. you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. i thought we should mention it the
1: source before you do anything else
2: yeah, yeah. and uh, considering we are all in on it and we would want it to be above board and everyone should should be assured that they will get their prizes if they are actually winning it w- was worth mentioning
1: Oh yeah, yeah for sure good, yeah. good catch there chris it's, it's yeah. you know it's all about keep, keep being honest and being clear about what's going on and now, now everybody knows for sure that they will get what they they win, and I Well, otherwise you, I'm going to sit here
3: with fucking twenty-one nights
1: No, because you'll be giving at least night you'll be giving at least seven of them to me. So no, it won't be <laughs> oh, okay. twenty-one nights I'll be sitting here with a set of nights <laughs> But no, they will go out because it's it's you know as Freddie says. I mean, he's doing it for reasons. I'm doing it because it's a goddamn good cause. Because the Heresy community is freaking awesome. Yep. And it just shows that uh, you know. Things do get delivered on, um, and it's really important that we do that. And good catch on that one, Chris. That was that we just want to get that cleared up. So, uh, yeah.
2: and we should also just when we are mentioning things, the money that are collected in the raffle, they are not set aside to first pay for the nights. All of that money goes to charity, and the nights are paid for separately. That's right. Or or donate. Well, we, yeah,
3: donate. Yeah, like we have that. Like the it's the parental project that does. It's through them. Like you can go into their webpage. Uh, if you go to where you donate, you can go in there. And you can actually even go and see see the different researches that they they're funding uh, right now, like for, for different um, uh, medications or treatments and stuff for for muscular dystrophy. Uh, you can go, like if you're an American, you even get a tax cut. Uh, what do you call it? like a tax tax Deduction.
2: Uh, Deduction, or, a rebate, or, what, what or a rebate,
3: or whatever. Not, like that would never happen in Sweden. No. <laughs> but yeah, so
2: it's, it but, used to, but you can't get it anymore in Sweden because uh, they removed that tax cut. Plowing, <laughs> plowing. Yeah,
3: plowing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so just go in there. Like it's, it's like through their organization, they're they're super, uh, they're they're pretty big and famous within the DMD community, and they they do heaps of good work not not just with funding research but like uh lobbying for you know new funds to from the government to start to you know produce these medications and help out you know do laws for people that are suffering from the illness and stuff so yeah it's definitely good like if you want more information either hit me up well if you want more information about dmd then you just hit me up Uh, unfortunately I've, i've become kind of an expert in the area and also, like, if you want to find out more about the parental project, just go on their webpage and have have a look there. Like, it's all linked through. Like, once you go through the raffle, it will take you to their page. All all it does there is like the information about uh, how to donate and stuff, and 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 that's linked through them. And we we we're, we're just trying to get people to donate and give away a couple of nights, <laughs> basically.
2: Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's. It's uh, www.parentprojectmd.org if you yeah. want to go go to it go well, to it we'll, while you're while listening.
3: Well, uh, I, I think I've chucked up uh, a link to it on the raffle page as well, but we'll yeah. chuck up a link in the show notes.
1: Yeah, always. We'll make sure that information's out there for everyone to yeah. get their teeth into if they wish to get their teeth into it. Because it's, uh, it's important. It's important to know where the donations are going and really a good thing to see what you get to affect which are, which is always always an important thing, see where it's going and know that you're doing a good thing but, but like to the,
3: the, the summer, summer it all up in like a nice little wrap up is it's basically to donate some money, to fund some research, to give small little boys a future that's about yeah. it
1: and that is keeping the heresy scene alive in its own way as well yeah. You know, those little boys are going to need to be able to have a game and, you know, that's what we're going to keep doing as well. That's right. They need something to look forward to. So, yeah. Uh, well, that's been the case then. I don't think there's much more we need to actually be chatting about right now, apart from getting our answers in gear and starting to talk more about Lincoln. So, I think I think it's about time we went and took a break and played some appropriately themed music. So, this could be anything from, well fucking anything to be fair bolt thrower to uh... bolt thrower to barbie girl uh yeah, we've, we've covered it all here so far the virgin heresy nothing is nothing remains sacred especially not our sanity um so yes we shall uh, head on out to a tune and we will come back with all the talk about lincoln so we'll be right back after this,
3: The sky was thick with smoke, dust, and ash. Bolter fire could still be heard in the distance, but compared with the sounds from the last months of fighting it was almost like a silent calm had beset the planet. Captain Sagrak of the Raven Guard's 19th chapter, the Black Talons, surveyed the burning wrecks that covered the landscape. Here, in the ash wastes of Lincoln Majoris, the battle had been the fiercest. There were still pockets of resistance all around the system, but the main attack from the traitors had been thrown back. Sakrak knew, however, that it would be many years until the system would be completely purged from the forces of the War Master and already reports about sabotage and ambushes were flooding into the Imperial Command Center. The assault on the Lincoln system might be over, but the Lincolnian Shadow War had just begun.
1: And we're back. And (laughs) I blame Christopher for the last choice on that song. Um. Great choice of Kasabian, but don't watch the video; it'll fuck with your mind unless you enjoy that sort of <coughs> stuff. Then watch the video because it's fucking hilarious. Um, so, we have <coughs> our prime topic for tonight, the primary goal for the evening, which is to enlighten you all, especially those people taking part.
3: Exactly <laughs> for, for for all of you that <laughs> yeah, can't for read all those the placard.
1: To invite uh, awaken you to what is. Lincoln the Lincolnian shadow wars so i think there's there's three clear stages of this we're going to go through we're going to talk about the background in itself we're going to talk about the scenarios and we're going to talk about the characters that put, freddy's put together and through all of that we're well, going to and how that all sort of pulls together so Freddie, i think it's probably only fair to say give give us a short background on well, Lincoln itself the the actual uh, actual nuts and bolts link on, uh, and then the sort of gaming from there. I oh, think. you
3: mean the actual convention? I think I think I mean, how it
1: got started with heresy. Let's just start. Let's just keep it to right. heresy for now. All right, all
3: right, no worries. Uh, well, Lincoln is uh, run. Well, we only ran it last year. That was the first time. It's probably the first heresy event that I ever ran, and boy has it grown from there. <laughs>
1: but yeah. <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
3: so, <laughs> whoops. So, so, so basically, it was a it was a massive success. I think we had just shy about 30 players. And um, last year we were running is the I, I actually had table specific missions, so each table was tailored for a mission. Uh, in the end, the loyalists actually won that event, unfortunately. Boo! But they didn't win by. It was a really like it all came down to that last game, uh, which which was two two versus two. Where uh, Horus ended up being shish kebab by a knight, so boo. it was very them- <laughs> yeah, boo again. It was very thematic, but it, it ended up like the loyalists taking it home with just a few points, which gave me so- kind of spun off uh, for my new idea for what's going to happen the year after. And what happened is, uh, you know, a couple of great books came out, and some something that drew my attention was uh, the Shadow War. That were missions that came out uh, in book six. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right? Yeah, uh, book so. six. Ret- ret- retribution.
1: I do believe book six uh, is the book you're talking about. Yes.
3: Yeah, because I've all- already thought that the next year we were going to do something different, and I kind of I was already looking at that amazing uh, book, which is uh, book four. Uh, no. Yeah, book four. Uh, and I was looking a little bit about raiders and CD5 missions and stuff. But one, once I saw the Shadow War missions, I thought that like fuck yeah, that's exactly the, the thing I want to do. But I just don't want to do it straight off the bat. I want a, a bit of a twist to it. Yeah. And because I was already kind of playing around with raiders and looking how how you can make that work in in like a like an event, we're not using because it becomes kind of clunky unless you do it like in a friendly matchup. But if you want to do the, an event you want everything like pre planned and, and pre organized. People just have to, you know, grab a piece of paper and it's like, oh, okay, cool, this is what we're doing and this is how it works.
1: Yeah, for sure.
3: But I, I really like to have like an event specific force org. And if you read the background between the, the Shadow War missions and how it's like a small elite kind of, you know, dirty dozen force taking on another dirty dozen force. and I thought like fuck the the Raiders attack or will work perfectly for this. And then I, I play tested it a couple of times doing like sh- stock standard shadow war missions with the Raider force orbs and, and it worked like it was really good and it became really fast paced kind of, you know, that type of game game that really looked like a shadow war mission would have been yeah. like with like epic small fights with semi-units
1: kind so, of thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Fast or, or elite units. Yeah, and uh, and that's just how it started. And then after that, uh, I kind of I had a couple of ideas because I did, I just didn't want to run the, the stock standard Shadow War missions. I wanted to do a little bit of a twist to it, and and it still needed something fun. And that's when I came up with the idea that let's do an an homage to Second Ed because I was I think I was drinking with a couple of mates or. Uh, or if I was chatting with uh, JP on Facebook or whatever, and and, this, and we somehow we brought up the old strategy cards from Second Ed. Oh, they,
1: was the like, classic fun.
3: The class, yeah, classic like because he he was had, had some rage about virus outbreak and shit, and I thought like, what the fuck? That would be fucking gold to have that in in 30k to add, add that little, little bit of extra, you know, fucking tongue in cheek. Thematic, easy, easy sort of stuff to do. So what I did, I redid all the old strategy cards from Second Ed into Seventh Ed, Horus Heresy edition, and then uh, I sent them off to the printer. And I did like uh, enough text for all players to link on.
1: And you've actually, you've actually had a chance to play test those, haven't you? Slightly.
3: Yeah. yeah, No. I played test like after I did all the cards up. I obviously. Mm -hmm ran them through uh, heaps of playtesting just to see that none of the like some of the cards are more powerful than other ones but that just happens but none of them are like totally game breakers but they're definitely really fun and like you can just ask uh, jp and i who played with the cards and ryan played with the cards and sean played with the cards and so like we we, we went like on the all-nighters at adepticon we they, we went through the pack of cards and with them during our missions, like the podcast battles, and also play them back here in Sweden heaps of times. And then, uh, last was now with Bjorn. We had the cards and the fucking bastard had a card that fucked me over, but <laughs> I had a card that kind of counter fucked him. And but in the end, because I rolled perfection, then it didn't really matter. But fuck you know, you it was really fucks. fun. You That's see, how like, we're oh, doing here. Here's my card, and like fuck you. And I was like, oh, whoa, well, here's my card, fuck you. Yeah, but it, it's really fun. Uh, and it, it just it adds an extra level to the game that you know makes it more, you know, it, it makes it more fun. Actually, like it, it's just like oh fuck, you have that card, and you kind of laugh and you know
1: it really have adds another to the beer. And, like, it adds <laughs> the to way. the narrative, doesn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah, because because the card just becomes kind of a story. Yeah, so I, I like that, and it, it and I think it, it works pretty well. Like in it, because uh, Link on is two thousand points, and with the rate of Four, so. And you so you get a card for each each thousand points of your army. So you so each player will have two cards. so They draw from their deck, and it kind of it becomes fun. Like it just adds one one little bit of extra element, like a, a little bit of extra theme to the whole army. Because some of the cards, like if, if you guys remember second hand second cards, like you can have, a, you know, sabotage or like behind enemy lines and so on. And it, it's kind of really fits the the feel of the Shadow War that unforeseen shitty stuff happens, and you just have to deal with it. So it's pretty cool. Uh, and another thing that uh, kind of drew me to the Shadow Wars was the, you know, the Shadow War roll off at the beginning of the game. I don't know if you played. Have you played any Shadow War
1: missions? I have. I played. I played. Uh, played two. And being Iron Warriors, meh. You know. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, whatever. You're on a constant
3: negative, anyway. Yeah. But no, but it, it's kind of fun because it, it can really, you can really try to play to it, which I did last time. But it doesn't matter how many fucking pluses you have if you're all like snake eyes or a three, like I did on two d six. Perfection. Uh, <laughs> yeah, perfection. But but still, it, it's it's kind of because some of them are really nice. Like uh, if if you do. You know, Night Lords or some shit, or Alpha Legions does this really nice talents of the Emperors have a, a good bonus and stuff. But the, the thing that I really like uh, about the Shadow War rule is that um, the rule for hatred's sake, that means that even if someone gets wiped or tabled, mm. that just ends the game and then you tally victory points. Because you can still win by losing, because maybe that was the whole purpose. Like You, sac- you were just a part of a bigger force, and you sacrificed yourself to slow them down so the main body of the force can come like you don't really know so it becomes like a, a story in itself and I, I like it how like the game actually ends and then you calculate victory points yeah so like everyone gets to have a fair go and it, it's not all about like fucking tabling and stuff yeah it's it's
1: a, it's a real pretty... big step towards what we've talked a lot about about really trying to push fluff and narrative play here um, yeah it's a real push in that direction, which is which is only a good thing for the for the uh, for the local scene, and you know again this sort of stuff is going to keep pushing and building over the uh, at a greater scale. If we talk about over the uh, over the globe, as, as uh, so to say, when it comes to um, narrative play, I, th- I think we again we were t- talking about this off air that how much of a great system 30k is for that. But yeah. uh, let's let's not. I don't want to wax too lyrical and jump down that rabbit hole because we could go down there and be there for a while. Um, yeah. No.
3: But but like uh, another one for people that read the players back. Like uh, obviously we have normal uh, battle points, but in in the end we do like we're going to do just like we did last year. So three points for a win, one point for a draw, and zero points for a loss. Just to keep it like, it's uh, not not to have those people inside the missions where you can just rock off. If you're really lucky, like you can be milking heaps of victory points and you just keep it like more... It's Either you win or you lose or you draw. That is, that's how simple it is. It's a it's a short, bloody war. It's a shadow war, so it's not about milking victory points to the fucking big Jesus. Uh, and another thing that I've done is that uh, all super heavies or Lord of War always have to start the game with reserves. So.
1: Yeah, which is kind of key, I think.
3: Yeah, well, it's not really the thing that you would bring to a fucking Shadow Ward. Like, you don't go hunting fucking insurgents with your Storm Hammer. You
1: know? <clears laughs> People my my Legion fucking... would disagree.
3: Yeah, I know, but they did what happened at East One 5 with your fucking like, <laughs> Fucking ass rape by Raven Guard.
1: Meow. <laughs> okay, you didn't uh, have to be that uh, personal about it, Freddy, but okay. Well, I also play in Raven Guard, you know. Yeah, I'm well, not
3: all well, traitor, well, uh, I'm like half half here and half there. Can't decide, yeah, like man, a bisexual heresy player. Uh, so anyway, uh, yep. I can't even remember what I was talking about. Now. Yeah. So that's that's a little trick though, because you know, obviously the story behind that is that once your smaller, faster elements kind of locates the enemy, then obviously they'll bring forward the big guns. Yeah. Because it makes sense. Like you, you wouldn't fucking. Recon in force with your stormhammer, <laughs> or, or like you wouldn't have, Lehman Russ or Magnus or fucking, uh, well P- Korax probably would, but let's say, Dorn or someone, yeah. doing the dirty, you know, running around shrubberies and trying to locate the enemy. No, they they would fucking teleport down when once they found the enemy, you know, yeah. <laughs> it would make sense. They wouldn't fucking yeah, they go around.
1: Blow, basically,
3: yeah. Like yeah. they they won't waste their time looking for something. They'll just rock up and smash it once it's there. Yeah. Hmm? So just add a bit of thematic, but it's easy then. Like it's easy to have theme just by writing a simple like rule or an FAQ, and you say that that's how it is. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. For sure.
0: Uh,
3: besides that, uh, I should probably mention also that LeapOn is a, a one-day event, uh, and we play three missions throughout the day uh there'll be heaps of different awards obviously obviously it'll be the all glorious best loyalist and best traitor uh which are like yeah you know, i guess competitive awards i could say uh but there's then then there's all the important awards which are best painted best sport and then we like we're going to do something totally different uh, this year we'll also have uh player's choice best loyalist based traitor and that's uh going to be like all the players go, can go around and have a look at and everyone's army. And it doesn't matter if it's the best painted one or not. It's just the most fluffy army they think. Because you can see an army and like, oh, I really like this army.
0: Yeah.
3: But maybe he, he's not like a super pro painter. But you really love the way that the army is built or the theme behind it and how how you look at it. Like you look at this army and it just screams, you know, I don't know, Tegma, Tegmata or the reductor. yeah you yeah, know it, it well this army's
1: yeah it feels that feels the, yeah yeah
3: so people are going to be able to vote you know around like which, which are the traitor army they think is the themiest and fluffiest and, and you know all-around really super heresy army and and that's just a general feel it doesn't it's like if you combine painting and building and everything together it's kind of like an overall, if, if you're mixing best sport, best painted, best fluff, best... Uh, it's a hobby army field.
1: award, isn't it? Yeah,
3: it's a hobby, hobby award, basically. And so we're going to do that for the traitor and for the loyalists. And just, uh, like, like they, they might be uh, a cursed one award yeah. this year as well, but I'm keeping that on the down low, and we'll see what's, what's going to happen. There'll definitely be surprises, just like last year.
1: As I was going to say, as long as there's not a confection of water, you not going to all the time.
3: Yeah, uh, that's true. No, but I won't give, give any spoilers, but you know, we, we all here at the Rangian Heresy, we always try to overdo ourselves
1: yeah. every single time. It's all about overdoing yourself and doing it, delivering a little bit more. Yeah, that's right. So
3: that that's the general spiel about it. Uh, obviously, it's taking place in the Lincoln system, which is. Uh, you can go in there at OST 30K. If you go to OST 30K and search up the Lincoln system, you'll see the fluff behind all the planets, what happened with the system. There's also a little spiel you know, that ties up the last event we had and how it kind of spilled into the Shadow War. Uh, you'll, there'll be missions, like the table specific missions from last year, are still there. You can still download them and play them if you want. Uh, this year's missions are going to be there as well. Uh, they're already there, so if you want to look them. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you can see what, you can go in there and log and do battle reports just like we did last year. This year, however, we're not doing the whole battle report, uh, uh, what do you call it, competition, because we're saving that for the GOLUC. Yeah. When I, we do our GOLUC month.
1: It's important we save cool stuff like that for different things each year, so it's not, the, it's not almost at a given. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> for sure. So that's, that's sort of yeah. a general overview of um, Sorry, excuse me. That's a general overview of Lincoln, and a, a little hmm. bit more in detail, I guess, of, of what it is. But let's talk about the gaming. So let's talk about the game mechanics. So it's 2,000 points, Raider 4 talk, yep. and I know uh, uh, this is just a, a point of interest. I know it, for when we talked about when this came out first, there was a lot of questions about why is it just the radar? Why is it just the radar? And you've answered them already. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's uh, it's not it's, it's <laughs> it takes people out of their comfort zone. <laughs> I think it's a I good know. way of putting it, uh, which is only a good thing because it makes you really start to think about your army. Yeah, just,
3: just trust me when I say it makes sense. And it makes sense with the missions. Uh, it makes the missions so much better. And and it's very fluffy.
1: And that's where we're going to go to next. We're going to start talking now about the missions. So let's start with the the mission, the first scenario. Scenario, mission, mission, scenario. Take pick. But the first. Mission number one. Mission the first. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. first. It is called Suicide Mission. So Obviously, yeah.
0: Trademark
1: hashtag.
3: (laughs) Yeah, okay, go through it. Uh, Suicide mission is basically well at Lincoln we're gonna have a already uh, fixed setup for the table, so you don't have to roll. Uh, So it's pretty easy. So for us, we're gonna um, play Dawn of War, but nothing says that you can't take this mission if you want to play at home and try it out and do your own setup. Uh, It works as well with all the different setups. It's just that you know. I picked Dawn of War because I think it's it, it's the easiest one to do for the first mission. Everyone knows the setup, and it's easy to get into the game. Uh, I like to start with a you know, simple setup for the first game in any event I, I run. Uh, but basically, it's, a, it's the same. The the, the the only difference between Shadow War missions and normal missions is that you do a Shadow War roll-off, like we already talked about, before Before you do anything. And that's basically 2 d d6. And you add on modifiers depending on the shadow war uh, roll off table, which is in book six. Or if you don't have book six, you could always download the one uh, like the summary we have on our webcast, uh, webcast podcast. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I can actually I you what, if you've got a second, Freddie, if you're okay with it, I can actually go through it very quickly because I've got it here in front of yeah.
3: me. Um, I have all night for you, mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sweet talker, you! Um, yeah, so the Age Doctor Shadow War missions, uh, as, as Freddie said, it's called it the Shadow War Roll Off. So, effectively, um, to decide who is the attacker or defender, you normally roll a D six, and that's how you do it. In this, uh, in this setup with Shadow Wars, because it's it, it's very much a themey style of campaign, which I really like. Um, There is a degree of uh, influence on it, depending on who or what you have in your army, what legion you are, etc., etc. So, as uh, as Freddie said, you roll two d six, and the highest score will, um, as far as I remember, let's see the effect was. The player wins the roll off. You decide whether to be attacker or defender. Uh,
3: But that's the first mission. Like the Shadow War roll off Mm. uh, will affect different things. For different missions yep
1: and in this case so in the first
3: mission yeah in the in, in this case for suicide mission the first mission it's just stock standard easier the one that wins yep i choose to be attacker or defender which is very important in this mission so
1: and this is how inclusive. it modifies so you have got uh a vigilator consult in an army gives you a plus one to your role agent of the emperor or war master in the army plus one one or more legion record squads plus one a psyker in any army plus one now if one or more fortifications are in the army it's minus two one or more super heavy vehicle in an army it's minus two (laughs) if you lead to Astartes Iron Warriors you get minus one White Scars and Space Wolves get plus one, Night Lords get plus one World Eaters get minus one, Raven Guard get plus two Alpha Legion get plus two, Black Shields get plus two Imperial Militia gets minus two uh, Solar auxiliary get minus one, and Talons of the Emperor get plus three. So yeah, and everything else, has as you not said been, for the first uh, mission, like you said, it's 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 the roll off for who goes first. But in
3: uh, not really who goes first. It's wow. who gets to choose? Choose to who be goes attacker. first, yeah, defender.
1: Yeah, is, yeah. uh, nine times out of ten, you're gonna want to go first. Uh, uh,
3: no, not choose <laughs> to go first. Choose to be attack defender because it, it's it's uh, different here than. You'll, you'll see it once I get through the mission.
1: But Everybody can tell Shadow that War. I've read the mission packs. It's fine.
3: Uh, obviously. <laughs> uh, and uh, just for the Shadow War roll-off, uh, all the other armies that aren't actually specifically mentioned in the Shadow War roll-off, they don't get any modifiers. So they're basically on a zero. So like Ultra, ultra Smurfs, they, they need to get a neg or a plus. So they use a straight 2d6 roll-off so obviously they're not on the list because if you're not on the list, you don't have a modifier
1: if you're not on the list, you're not coming in
3: well, you, you're coming but you don't get it. you're yeah, e- not either good or bad at this <laughs> Shadow War stuff so anyway, so in the suicide mission whoever so the first thing you do is uh, well, you determine warlord traits and psychic powers and all that good gear but then you do your Shadow War roll-off and the one that wins this he can choose to be an attacker or defender uh, the, it's kind of important in this mission because if you're the defender, you deploy, you, you pick your deployment zone, and you deploy all your stuff. The attacker then deploys their entire force, and uh, in, in the other deployment zone, and the attacker has the first turn. Yeah. So it's basically just like a uh, like a normal game. But the thing is, in this mission, it's not always so good to be the attacker it all depends on how many scoring units you have if you're mobile or not or what you can do so if you're not very mobile or if you have a specific army it might be good for you to be a defender so you might want to yeah you could build on actually having a really good shadow roll-off to try and tailor these scenarios to, to be in your advantage because you're more flexible then
1: what freddy's basically saying is you have to think there are tactics
3: Yes. Yeah. yeah annoying stuff yeah. so easy when you're drunk <laughs> Anyway, so the, victory criti- the primary objective of this mission is for the attacker to have scoring units in the enemy deployment zone. Deployment zone. And at the end of every game turn that uh, the attacker has a scoring unit in the enemy deployment zone, including turn one, obviously, uh, you, they score one victory point. But the defender, on the other hand, he scores two victory points for each attacking unit that they have destroyed. But that is falling back at the end of the game, so it's it becomes like a massive balance game with the attacker trying to milk as many points as possible before they start losing units. So yeah, you you need to really be really fast, really mobile, and get into the like the enemy's deployment zone. Like it. your Raven Guard infiltrators or your Drop list do this pretty well, but if, if you're like Iron Warriors, you probably want to defend, which is good then. You know, but it it, it also means that if, if you have a really mobile army that's fast and sneaky, and has a really good shadow roll off, they can force an Iron Warriors player that has, has like a bad roll off to be the attacker. Like if you if you play it smart, <laughs> so it's not like even if you are really good at attacking, it might be even better for you to be defending. If you know what I mean. So you have to you have to think what you're doing. Uh, besides that, there's always secondary objectives, and these are a bit different than the normal ones we have. Uh, and in this scenario, it's demonstration of power, and that means that a- each enemy character killed in the challenge gives you a victory point. And then there's execution, which means that each enemy unit wiped out by sweeping advance gives you a victory point.
1: Tasty.
3: And besides that, it's price of failure, like always, and then reserves. So yeah, it's a it's a fucking like I played this mission a couple of times. It's super bloody. Like even even with drop lists, I tend to like it tends to end up really bloody. It becomes a race between surviving (laughs) and scoring points, or destroying units uh, quicker than uh, the attacker uh, starts generating points.
1: So it is important to get your shit together pretty quickly. That's right. No. So that's mission one That is mission the first Suicide mission and this is For those of you that are looking Want to get a look at these missions If you go to the Lincoln system uh, On Oz30k and each of the planets so You've got Lincoln Majoris Lincoln uh, Secundus I do believe And then you've got Hell's yep. Reach um, That's right That's Hell's Reach is the uh, station The orbital station um if you look on each of those you'll see there are mission types listed from last year i believe if i'm right freddy and then yep. there's the shadow war missions themselves listed um underneath as well so there's one mission. yeah it'll
3: say, it'll, it'll say shadow war missions and then there'll be like a shadow war mission yeah and there's one for each planet so
1: yeah because i was going to say it was, there, there are specific areas for them so it's worth having a look at and they're, they're really really fun uh, to actually go back through the old missions from last year and get back playing them as well uh, so yeah. we have Suicide Mission played now what is the second
3: mission Freddie uh, the second one is Hunter Hunted and this one is a little bit special uh, for Lincoln we're going to do Search and Destroy for the deployment which is the table quarters from memory yep it is. Uh, yep and then you do all that good jazz world of trade psychic powers uh, but then it becomes a bit tricky because now you have to divide your army into two equal groups that means like if you have ten units you'll, you'll have to have five units that start on the table and five units that are deployed in the reserves
1: You're basically people uh, getting people to play Marascara
3: but basically but with, without any of the perks <laughs> 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 Yeah. Uh, and basically, that's uh, the, the ones that are deployed on the on the board is your um, hunter unit, and and obviously the other unit is your reserve. Uh, after you divided your both players have divided up your armies, then you do a shadow war roll off, uh, like we just uh, discussed on the previous one. The thing here though is that the winner may decide that the knight fighting special rule is in play for the first D3 game turns. Mm-hmm. And this special rule takes precedence over, over any other ability that uh, that a force might have to impose knight fighting, such as night lords and so on. Mm-hmm. So if you're a cunning knight lord player, you might think that, okay, I, I will get knight. I could probably get knight for two turns if I'm lucky. But this is giving me, you know, a 50-50 chance on like either having two or three turrets, which is even better for Nightlords. So they might want to win this and actually use this for themselves. Or if you're someone else and, you know, Raven guys and you're heaps of fucking uh, those Infra Visions and you don't really care about knights, it could be good. So, Or if you want to nerf nerf the other Nightlords, you can just play this. But yeah.
1: You want to be that guy. So,
3: if you want to be that guy, but it, it's still important because it, it, it's a good choice because you can decide to have night fight or not, which could be also equally important. So yeah. And then and then after you've done that and you decided that it's night or not, uh, you roll off as normally and you choose to deploy first or second. And the play that uh, deploys first, like the play that elects to deploy first, obviously deploys their hunter force and any fortifications in their half of uh, uh in in their whatever departments on their picked and the rest of them are, rest of the forces in reserve and then obviously the opposing player does the same thing but uh the thing about this game it's just a straight up kill point game it lasts for 6 turns and you get one point for each unit you destroyed or if you destroy something that comes in from reserves, you get two victory points. So you get an additional victory points. And secondary objective is Slay the Warlord. Everyone remembers Slay the Warlord. And then execution once again, which is basically like if you sweep someone. So it's like a kill point mission with a little bit of twist, and it's, it's kind of... Because you only get half the shit on the table when you start, it becomes kind of a uh, tricksy Like, what do you keep on the table? What do you want to have in reserves? How do you play this? Like, how, how will you kind of tackle your opponent? So it might be good to have some fast units, especially for, like, reserves and outflank and stuff.
1: Yep, so it's always worth... <clears throat> I'd say building, but lists are built.
3: Yeah, lists are in, they're built, done.
1: But it's always worth thinking about, when you're approaching this now, how you're going to play your play your list in this circ- these circumstances,
2: for yeah. sure.
1: You've got me thinking, basically. <laughs>
3: yeah, but the thing is, uh, the thing that we're not uh, talking about right now is that the strategic cards that are in play, the two you get, there are also heaps of cards that affect deployment that affect stuff that you have in reserves, they affect your opponent bringing on reserves and so on. So there's also another aspect going on. And then there's a third aspect, which is the Lincoln Character series, which we haven't gone through yet, but we which will, could we also will. affect, yeah, we, will, we will. which will also affect the games. But anyway, uh, so that's mission number two, done and dusted.
1: And then the third mission, which is on Hell's Reach. Yeah, which is my favorite. is your favorite. Uh oh. <laughs> and, so, and so far, every, been everyone. Warned, that ladies has, and gentlemen, actually, it's his favorite, uh, be and, afraid.
3: And actually, everyone that has playtested it uh, has said that it's their favorite mission as
1: well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's tell us, kind us about. Tell us about The Darkened Sky. Yeah, well,
3: this one, this is like a, a, a massive mission with a twist. Basically, it's kind of simple to the one we had before. Uh, so normally you do warlord trade psychic powers then it, then it uses the compulsory reserve rule which is basically you have to divide up your army once again in equal halves and half of them deploy another half keeps in reserves okay. uh, but the things that are in reserves uh, so you, you roll your shadow war roll off and then whoever wins that that player can start rolling for reserves on turn one.
0: <clears throat>
3: Sorry. <laughs> Damn! So, <laughs> that could be kind of very important.
1: <laughs> that could be a very big get... swing, swing point, yes. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Because so, the compulsory reserves means that even if you have, like, half your army, you put one flyer in reserves, so you put, you know, obviously you have to put your super heavy in the reserve, and, and something that no, like flyers are really good because they normally have to be put in reserves. You have outflanking units that you want to have in reserves, but if you win that shadow roll off, you can actually have outflankers and flyers coming in on turn one. That's huge, which is pretty good. Yeah, so it's kind of important to win that one.
1: That is absolutely huge if you can win that one. Yeah, no arguments there, man.
3: Yeah, obviously then it's a normal roll-off, and you see who who who's attacker, who's defender, who, who deploys first, and obviously the guy that deploys first goes first, and so on. Same same stuff, same stuff. Yeah. But uh, and the game lasts for six turns, but the victory conditions are kind of important because here we it's all about board control. So basically, if you control your own deployment zone. As in, you have scoring units there, and your opponent doesn't have any scoring or contesting units. You get two victory points. If you have no ma- no man's land, and and uh, this is a vanguard strike deployment, which I should probably have mentioned in the beginning. <laughs> uh, so obviously it's that big line in, like the 24 inches kind of there, like the slant in between the deployments. Yeah. So if you control that one, uh, you get five victory points if you control your enemy deployment zones you get 7 victory points so it's definitely really important to try and at least control some sort of because these are your main victory points besides that there's secondary objective which is slay the warlord execution which is once again you know sweeping advance if you sweep advance somewhere you get an additional victory points and last man standing which is if you have the the greatest number of surviving units at the end of the game you get an extra victory points but something else is going on so we once we're in, your, in the middle of this battle debris and shit from the previous Lincoln like the mega the Lincoln worm is raining down from the sky like you know, old battleships and shit is raining down from the sky the, the bombardment. <laughs> yeah. now, well, it's not really an orbital bombardment and um, so at the beginning of every shooting phase the player whose turn it, it is plays a marker anywhere on the table and scatter it 3d6 so basically do a normal scatter die and uh, 3d6 once placed these markers remain in play for the duration of the game any units or vehicle friend or foe whoever ends their movement phase within six inches of a marker suffers the following effects
1: within six inches all,
3: within six inches of the market all on vehicles units toughness movements and strength are neg one as they're engulfed in a cloud of lethal lethal radiation. All vehicles have their armor value reduced by 1. All units that start a game turn within 6 inches of a marker must do a dangerous terrain test. Ouch. Yep, so you can see that 6 turns, what's your math? That's 12 markers. (laughs)
1: that's a very it's gonna very dangerous it's going to be a lot of fucking, g- lot
3: of fucking radi- radiation going on and we actually we, we play tested a, a version of this yeah. at Adepticon and fuck it was one of the funniest scenarios i have ever done it was a retarded there was so much radiation going on at the end it was just insane like wherever you went you were basically in leg one toughness or like you had armoured 13 Spartans that you <laughs> you yeah. know yeah it was terrible but it was so much fun we just laughed our asses off all the time, like people was falling over, dangerous stress, terrain testing everywhere, hardly moving, uh, that was good.
1: How did you Be make dead. it through with the amount of perfection you were rolling?
3: Uh, yeah, I did, who said I did?
1: Okay, <laughs> just hoping you had, you know, trying to, trying to yeah. have a positive thought for the t- for the, for the side here. Apparently well, not. actually, the,
3: the, we, we tried different, like the the one we did at the, the, the Depticon was much harsher, you have to do like a toughness t- test, uh, like uh, the first thing that happened when when the market land and stuff. But the amount of ones I rolled, that was pretty safe with the toughness test.
1: <laughs> that's uh, one of the good things.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's the last mission.
1: That is the last or, mission, and that is.
3: Yeah. So we we're going out in a cloud of radiation. <laughs> we exactly.
1: going out as the sky falls on our heads. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now it's just like mm, bunkers seem like a really good idea right about now, <laughs> just to hide in. <laughs> but
3: uh, yeah, but it also means that you won't get any turn ones because you're already neg one and a bunker neg two. Oh yeah, for I sure. Know.
1: I mean, there's no there's no expectations. Super of, heavy and uh, neg one.
3: <laughs>
1: Trust me, there no expectations of uh, turn, a decent turn one ever in this game for me. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not expecting anything on turn one. Um, yeah. I'm expecting well, you
3: could like if you really wanna wanna do this, what you do is you you have your uh, iron Iron Warriors, you get a fortification, you grab uh, like a Malcador, and then you have militia allies. <laughs> then you're <a> neg seven.
1: <laughs> so there I had, you a, go. I, had a fr- I had afraid of no turn one. Fuck that! I can do this. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Bring like, me your turn one, always... bitches. <laughs> So, so two dice
3: average should be zero yep so everyone should always beat you
1: that's well, awesome. I'll beat the turn one at least <coughs>
3: yeah been... that's great good planning yep. but, <laughs> so, <coughs> Yeah. but sorry sorry but if everyone thought that you know strategy cards crazy missions weird four swords and shit man like is that out of the box or what <laughs> no,
1: there's something
3: else, isn't there? It's
1: always something else. Always so something else, Freddy. Yeah. So
3: we have, you know, yes, it's the horror, like Fortreal have, have their character series. We at the Brandian Heresy have our own character series.
2: So we have do, done do the much
3: Lin- better. Yeah, we can do much better. So we have the Lincolnian character series. So in the background fluff. What's going on at Lincoln? Obviously, it's been like last Lincoln was major pushed by the traders attacking the planet, like the entire system, all out assault. Obviously, they got beaten back. There's heaps of uh, wars still going on. Heaps of uh, shadow war rolling around because all the trader forces hasn't, they haven't been expunged from the system because it was just a narrow victory. Uh, and, but embroiled in this massive scale of war fighting, they're still. Little people running around because obviously there's been forces from the Mechanicum, from the militia, from like Solar Auxilia, from people of all people, kinds persons of, of, partners, of interest,
1: I think is a good way
3: of putting it. Persons of interest, yeah. So for people remembering the good old days of Necromunda, uh, remember how it used to be like Kyle Jericho and all, oh. like there was heaps of like the Redeemer and
1: Mad yeah. Donner and
3: <laughs> yeah, oh Mad Donner, <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so. There's heaps of people running around doing questionable stuff on the surface of the Lincoln Prime Prime? Lincoln Primus? Prime ah, Jesus. My my own Primor Prime Primoris. Prime prime Lincoln
1: Lincolmajoris.
3: My own. Well, Lincoln prime. Yeah. The first one exactly. or the second one. <laughs> the first one, all of them. All of them. All of them, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so the heaps of characters running around there doing character stuff. So, what do these characters do, you might ask? Well, what they do is, uh, before a game, these characters will be placed on uh, different tables. So, well, there there will be, um, how many are they? One, two, three, four, yeah, there are 10, I think it's 10 or 12 uh, different uh, characters. And they'll be placed random around on the tables, and they'll have some rules, and they will affect the game as well. Because they will give the guy that, like, either it's a traitor that controls the character or it's a loyalist controlling character. All that is ran random, not randomized as before each round we'll divide out the characters on the tables, and they will have their own ag- agendas, obviously, because you know they're, they're not really part of your army, but they can actually give your army victory points, or they can lose your army victory
0: points
3: <laughs> depending fun. on how it goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you never know. Uh, so sometimes they'll actually like do some benefits for your army, they'll have like some buffing rules or in you know, other cases they'll they'll do something like detrimental to your army or or just make you damn you have to babysit this high official dude. Damn it, why did I get stuck with this lousy job? But you know, so they, they will just add another bit of extra flavor. You know, Lima russ comes down like fuck i'm i need to kill the last remnants of this this traitor's stronghold Peter robert's hiding here in the bunker and suddenly like a bureaucrat comes down from Terra and like you have to babysit me and mm-hmm. Lima russ gets sad
1: <laughs> <laughs> with his wet leopard growl yeah
3: exactly yeah so anyway i don't know mr j do you want to go through you just um a couple of characters yeah let's go through add on on the ones let's
1: start off with my favourite one One, one of my two favourites which happens to be the first one released which is uh, (laughs) Imperial Iterator Drivoi Krug 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 Krug. sorry and I love this guy I think he's brilliant um just basically because you've gone with what looks like the, the model that you've actually gone with um for this guy I'm trying to find the picture of him um which one? He's he, the. Is he, made of metal. I can add. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all metal. I mean, he's just, he's just a beast. <laughs> he's not. There's a. No, but don't mistake me. There's nothing like super combatty about him. He's not. A, he's not a fighter. Uh, flak armor, mass cross, a plasma pistol, because that's what you need. Refractor field, you know, good things. Well, you, you need
3: because most of the time you shoot yourself with it. This is true. <laughs> uh,
1: but I do love his little rules i mean veteran of war i mean being an iterator they'll have seen they'll have seen their fair share of war zones and he comes up with a, a re-roll once per game of a single die that makes sense you know you got the you you're uh, somebody's been in the field a bit you, it makes a bit of sense for you to have a bit of luck um but as a senior iterator uh such as uh, as you've written such as the skill of uh, uh presses uh, krug has on the battlefield that as long as he is alive. All units of the controlling player have as a minus 1 modification on any leadership test dice roll they have to make. However, should he be removed as a casualty, the controlling player will now have, to have a plus 1 on any leadership dice rolls for the remainder of the game. Further, should he be killed, um, the opposing player scores 3 victory points at the end of the game. If he's alive at the end of the game, the controlling player scores 1 victory point. So you're basically stacking... Stacking the odds that this guy's going to get targeted with a nice juicy bounty of three VPs on him, but he's really—he's a nice little buff for the army. Yeah,
3: well, if you're a militia, he's really good.
1: Yeah,
3: because otherwise, it's like it's really hard to get good leadership for a militia. But you know, his bread and butter is to make propaganda, so he should be pretty good at motivating
1: people. It's what he does.
3: It, it, it's kind of what he does it's it's, 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 it's his job it's his so name. to
1: speak yeah.
3: but I, I thought you well are you going to do the second one mr fatty i, Fat, I
1: love you this guy there's there's a huge huge list of these guys uh let's go let's go to the next one if i can find him in my list uh the second dramatic uh, persona dramatica or dramatic persona. Um, let's have a look. I'm loading him up now, <coughs> and this what? is the Imperial Prospector, Ikram Vols, Vloss Vols. Vols, Vols. Vols. yeah, Vols. This, this oh, we is he is this. my second favorite. This is favorite. <laughs> He's my second favorite because he, he he's a, he's a character. I mean, not just a character, character, but he's a character. Um, he as he's got a couple of rules that i really love which is he only looks after himself and is not above letting somebody accidentally take a bullet for him he can automatically elect to automatically pass lookout out Sir dice rolls he may want to take <laughs> so he's good at preserving his own skin so he's more than happy to sort of step out of the way and go oh look you're 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 able to take this for me um, which is just brilliant <laughs> simple as that I just love the thought of him being able to do that and just going no no no, he reminds me of um, a bit of a Ferengi, you know, a bit of quark in there maybe. But uh, yeah, I I like that. Um, Then what have we got? Prospector. This is the the second rule he's got here. Uh, So when he's present after deployment, the controlling player nominates four pieces of terrain, starting from a piece that is closest to the centre of the board working outwards. Terrain pieces nominated cannot be closer than six inches to one another or board edge. So kind of like objectives. So you place a token on each terrain piece. Uh, Once he ends his movement in a nominated terrain piece, remove the token and roll a d6 on the table below. And the result of this is number of VPs um, he is now worth to the controlling player if he survives the game. Note yes this could be negative amounts of VPs for the controlling player if his loyalties are only to himself. Repeat each time he ends up uh, ends his movement in a terrain piece that still has a token on it until all the tokens have been removed, tallying up the victory point generated each time. If he is removed during the game for any reason the total accumulated VPs are awarded to the opponent, yes once again this can be a negative amount. So this, this could be anything from quick killing he's worth loads to for the love of God, don't hit him, don't scatter, keep everything away from him because he's basically a walking war, war of lies table. So he's prospecting. If you roll a 1, it's minus 1 VP. 2 to 3 is 1 VP. 4 is 2 VPs. 5 is 3 VPs. And then 6 is minus D3 victory points. So if you're actually good at rolling things don't go for this guy because you may end up you know not not doing yourself any favors but um, yeah this is going to be one you seriously seriously have to keep an eye on to try and work out whether or not you actually want to touch him or not if you just want to let him be because yeah he's he's a walking landmine and i love him he is my second favorite well he's yeah actually i'd say he's probably my favorite um and then i like the iterator because i just love those those types of characters i've always loved the iterators in the stories i know they're not not a lot of people's favorites but i've always loved them and i just generally like the uh, the, the prospector i think he's fucking brilliant so yes those are my favorites so um He's going to be an absolute blast. What else have we got, Freddie? What's the next one along?
3: Well, the next one, I think it's the Imperial Militia Marksman Jagex Dax. Mm. Which is your stock standard sniper dude. Yeah. And uh, basically, he has a sniper rifle. Last piece of the close combat weapon, Camilio line and stuff. Uh, The thing that kind of stands him out from a normal sniper is that uh, he... He rents on a 5+, and he has Precision Shot on a 5+, and he also has a 6+, plus permanent cover save, which gets enhanced by terrain and so on. Uh, basically, what you do uh, during the game, you secretly write down one of your opponent's characters. could be a fucking Primus Medicare, it could be a normal medic, it could be a sergeant, or whatnot. And if you manage to kill that character, with Dax, you gain three victory points. uh, uh but if, if you kill that character with Dax and you die yourself, you only get one victory point. But if the opponent kills Dax and he doesn't kill the character, then the opponent gets two victory points. So you kind of want to snipe him off and stay alive for the maximum amount of victory points.
1: Yep, bolt for cover as soon as you've pulled, pulled your target down, basically.
3: Yeah, fuck Yeah.
1: I love it. That's brilliant. I love him as well, he's, he's, he's a pretty, I love the model. I think what I love about, about these more than anything else is the models that you've gone with for them. I think <laughs> the already. classic
3: old metal
1: ones. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, memory serves you do have a rather large store of classic metal models somewhere. Uh, no, I know, I know. There's nothing um, wrong with that. It's, it's good and healthy to have that sort of a store of models somewhere. Yeah.
3: Uh So the next one after that is your stock standard Imperial Expeditionary Navigator. Oh yes. Are you ugly? His name? Yeah. Are
1: Ayagli. you ugly? Are you ugly? Are you ugly? Were you <laughs> drinking <laughs> when you worked this one out by any chance? I don't think so.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so basically, uh, he's a navigator. He has all the navigator rules and all the navigator fancy gears and weapons and stuff, which you can download from Virtual. Uh, if you want. Uh, the only difference is, with this guy, he's desperate to get off planet. He really needs to go to fleet because, you know, the navigated guilds and houses, there's heaps of infighting, he needs to know what the fuck is going on with the heresy, but what is his family doing, what is his bloodline picking and stuff. Uh, so what you do is, uh, after deployment, you have to place an underground teleportation facility at the center of the table and then he rolls a scatter, it's a normal 2d6 scatter die, and see where it ends up. That is, the aim of the game now is to get, are you ugly? I am ugly. <laughs> are you ugly? Uh, to that entrance. So if you, if the controlling player, the one that has the navigators, start the game, turn with agi Ugly touching the entrance, agi is removed, and you score five victory points. If agi Ugly is still on the table, uh, did the player that destroyed most units score two victory points. If Aggie Agglie is removed as a casualty, the opposing player scores one victory point. Nice. So yeah. So it's a bit of a twist there because you could either either you can score really big or suddenly your opponent can score two victory points or one victory point. Depending on what's going on.
1: Yeah. So you got you gotta be very, very careful. This is a this is a babysitting extreme mission right now.
3: Yeah, because five victory points in a Shadow War mission is pretty fucking big. That's a lot of points.
1: It is. So, it's, it's a lot yeah. of points down near any mission, but very much in a Shadow yeah. Wars mission when you when you think about what they're going to be facing, hmm. what they're going to be doing, and uh, yeah. And then we, I, I've got in my next in my list, I've got the Imperial Courier. Yep. Valus. and this dude, is... which is good. It's, I have actually forgotten to print that out. Uh-huh. Oh, well, 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 Should I mentioned him then? um he's got he's a nice little character again nice little colourful character uh with what he's got i mean he he has survivalist instinct so he works he's been working as an Imperial courier for decades so he's got uh, a natural uh, unnatural preternatural instinct to danger and a inc- unc- uncanny ability to avoid harm so he's got a 6 plus invulnerable save very nice very helpful um because, you know, when you've got flak armor or whatever, any, any help you
3: have. <laughs> You're an old man running with a last pistol. You need all the help you can get.
1: <laughs> I'm just impressed he's an old man and running. Um, as a courier, in-game, when he is present, the Imperial Courier has been tasked with delivering an important package. So if he manages to exit the table from the opponent's table edge, the controlling player scores five victory points. If he is alive at the end of the game, the controlling player gains one victory point. If he's removed as a casualty due to close combat... The Opposing player scores three points if he's removed in any other way the opposing player scores one victory point So I'm guessing that means that they they, they managed to loot his corpse and find something relatively yeah. useful off him Which is why it's all about the, uh, the the close combat bonus there That's right, and then you've got uh, Where have we got next one or last one? I should say last one of these special rules Is I getting on no plane fool. I wonder where you got that idea from? Uh, no. <laughs> so I again on playful. Uh, so he is extreme fear of flying. This fear is manic and there are many instances where he has refused assignments to have involved him of using any means of travel that isn't firmly on the ground. In a game he can never embark or deploy in a vehicle that has a skimmer, flyer, drop pod, or any rule that involves teleportation or some form of psychic power that moves him. Either he's foot slogging or you're chucking him in a transport and hoping you can get him there in time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nasty. Yeah. I like it. it it's, it's it's beautiful. Well, stop
3: for stopping all cunning plates, he's putting him in a drop pod and drop him down and <laughs> turn one. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah.
1: Love it. Absolutely love it. I mean I think it's, it's another great little one. a little bit of fluff there. It's just uh, it's so, it just had so much damn colour. had so much colour.
3: Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Because it's not all going to be about the missions, it's also going to be about the, the characters. Yep. What they do for the missions. Yep. So, right. so the, the next, next one, the next one I have here is Imperial Militia Grenadier Sergeant Arik. Oh, Sergeant
0: which Arik. is also from that
3: little little uh, short story with the, the iterator you love that I pushed out. Yeah. So, basically, poor Sergeant Arik is desperately trying. If you if you read the little short story, he got kind of got fucking backstabbed by the iterator. So desperate is trying to, you know, scramble back his troops and kind of reform his, um, his squad. So what do you do with him is uh, da, 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 da. in the shooting phase, instead of shooting, Eric can place one beacon. Uh, each beacon placed in the controlling place on deployment zone is worth one victory point. In No Man's Land, two victory points. In the opponent's deployment zone, three victory points. However, if the opposing player spends a turn within three of a beacon, they de- deactivate the beacon, and no victory points are scored at the end of the game for the beacon. If our ARC is removed as a casualty, the opposing player scores two victory points at the end of the game. So basically, you, could, you, you need to be a bit cunning here. Like you, you can go big, uh, you, can place, uh, you can place a beacon in uh, your own deployment zone, you just go around placing there. but not that many points, but it's kind of a safe get, safe bet. You can go big and chuck down all the beacons and hopefully get there. Like you only have you only have three beacons, so you need to be, be need to be cunning. Like you can go big and place three beacons in the enemy deployment zones, but then you need three turns to do it. But that would be nine victory points if you pull that shit off.
1: So that, that'd be some serious gameplay if you pull that off as well.
3: Yeah, it's not the easiest because they can deactivate it and stuff. So yeah. It's a it's it's a tricky one, but you can definitely get some uh, nice victory points off that.
1: Yeah, it's a tricky one. If it was easy, it wouldn't be worth as many points.
3: No. Well, it has to be tricky, otherwise it's not fun.
1: <laughs> exactly
3: that too. <laughs> yeah. And so, who do we have next?
1: Who do we have next? Next, I'm, I'm just scrolling on through the feed here to see who is the latest. I think it's we're up to the latest one actually remember right yeah, uh, no. and, uh, well i Christian i have the tech a priest while ago. the bounty hunter yep and i do like the bounty hunter as a character i think the bounty hunter is pretty fucking awesome to be fair yeah.
3: uh, well if you do the bounty hunter i'll do the tech priest
1: then yay <clears throat> i mean um, yeah cool uh <laughs> so they're no no te- the bounty hunters the being harsh being harsh close-minded brutal and devastating when they're on the hunt um and basically what is it that they, every hunter wants it's a thrill of the chase, a thrill of the capture, or maybe it should look on the face of the marker when he wakes up alone in the custody of a bounty hunter on his way to the guilders to collect the bounty. It's all about the credits. So the bounty hunter yes. leader, known as Stormcaller, uh, is known as Stormcaller for his ability to hide in the ash storms. Uh, was born in the pit of Lincoln Majerus, uh, learned to use, weapon, uh, use a weapon and fight over what little food there was. Uh, from the pit, the early ages. in his early age, he grew up to be a tough, cold-blooded killer. He's seen it all. He's fought for it all. He'd fight you for that last chicken nugget in a happy meal with a spork and win. Is how cut nails this guy is. And he's one of the uh, one of the tougher uh, actual stat lines of this one as well. Not that's a major major thing, but it's just interesting to look at it. Uh, yeah. I love the fact he's got the hot shot scatter gun that's all the bounty hot, hot shotgun that's awesome yeah uh, he's got a fair range of uh, different rules quick draw independent character bounty hunter scout night vision preferred enemy infantry and precision shot uh, his bolter is a uh, strength 4 ap2 mm-hmm. assault 2 uh, his shotgun has got different range profiles depending on how you're shooting it uh, yep especially as he's got like uh I love the different shots. So you've got like a standard strength, uh, strength three, more like a scatter shot, uh, blast, that's an assault one. You've got a 24 inth, more like a, not a dumb, dumb round, but a solid shot. So strength four AP six assault one. And then you've got the sort of dragon's breath explosive round, I guess, which is strength five AP five, and that's assault one and gets hot. Um, yeah. He's known for his quick drawers and, and he's an expert gunslinger. So during his shooting phase, he's able to fire two of his weapons: so bolter and shotgun. Very cool. Um,
3: Or bolter and bolt pistol. You
1: never know. (laughs) Either one works. Although there's something about just dual wielding bolter shotgun as a mortal that just makes me think, yeah, badass. Um, And currently, he's uh, chasing the bounty on the Dalton brothers for an unknown benefactor. Uh, And when a game where Stormcaller is present, the opposing player gets to use the Dalton brothers. During the game, if the Dalton brothers are removed as casualties due to stormcaller shooting, the controlling player is awarded three victory points. If the Dalton brothers are removed as casualties due to close combat by the stormcaller, they are awarded five victory points. If the stormcaller survives the battle, the controlling victory player is awarded one victory point. Badass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is this is this is your badass ba- bounty hunter extraordinaire. This guy is pretty freaking awesome. Uh, so yeah, Freddie, I love this guy. I love what you've, you come up with this one. Seeing, seeing a bounty hunter run around in a war zone, bloody good idea. Well, you
3: need there's always bounties, bounties to be had, mate.
1: That is very true, mate. That is very, very yeah. true. So I think it'd be kind of interesting if you've got their information there, is to go on and talk about the Dalton brothers because they're, yeah, they're right. mentioned as being very integral to this gentleman.
3: Exactly. So uh, if you're running the bounty hunter, your opponent's going to get the Dalton brothers. The Dalton Brothers is basically an independent character, which is it's, it's kind of special. It's an independent character unit of two models. <laughs> but basically, there are only two models for show sure, because they only always will count as just a single model. It's just that they're the brothers. And like that their two is represented by the, a single profile. They have two moons. I don't know. Simple. But they're brothers. And the special rule for the Dalton Brothers is they're sneaky fighters. Uh, which means that, first of all, they have a uh, six plus invulnerable saves because they, they they know how to get out of trouble. There's no, no, no deal I'd about it. Get into it, it get uh,
1: out of it as well.
3: Yeah. And uh, they uh, have precision strike, so opposite to the bounty hunter, who has a precision shot. These guys, they're, they're quick with a knife in the back if they get a chance. And also they're lawbreakers, which means that... Uh, if uh, Stormcrawler is removed as a casualty due to a shooting attack by the Dalton Brothers, Controlling Prey is awarded 3 victory points. If Stormcrawler is removed as a casualty due to a close combat attack by the Dalton Brothers, they get 5 victory points. But, the difference here between the Bounty Hunter and the Dalton Brothers is that if Dalton Brothers survives the battle, Controlling Prey is awarded 2 victory points. Not just 1. So, so if you have the Dalton Brothers, you kind of want to run around with them and make sure that they stay alive and out of harm's way. But if you can get a sneaky fucking gang-up attack with some Marines or Astadis against the Bounty Hunter and get the last knife with the Dalton Brothers in the back of the Bounty Hunter, then that's definitely fucking high score for you.
1: Get in there and gank, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Sure, show his ribs some sunshine and... Uh, yeah, so he, either you that. can run
3: and hide and, and bang that you're going to get one victory point better than the Bounty Hunter player, or you can go for big and try and fucking stab him in the face.
1: Go big or go home, I think is the right phrase.
3: Yeah, uh, fuck yeah.
1: That's what, it's right. all, that's what it's all about.
3: Uh, and that brings us to the last one of the characters here that has been released so far. There's uh, two more in, in, the, in the making that will appear on the homepage sometime during this week. But we'll do these two, like the, the last one, which is uh, Leisure Cybernetic Tech Priest yours. And basically, he is your stock standard tech priest. Uh, he has a plasma pistol, power axe, cortex controller, cognisignum, uh, cyber control, move through cover, stubborn, independent character. And what does cyber control do? Yeah, that is that if you, the control player, that has tech priests, uh, places a Thanatar <laughs> class siege <laughs> automata in the center of the board. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and as long as this model hasn't been activated by the Tech Priest, it may not be attacked, or, you know, done. Any, you can't do anything in any way with it. Uh, for the control player to activate the Thanatar, the Tech Priest must begin a shooting phase in face-to-face contact with Thanatar and pass a leadership test. And he has leadership 8, so, you know, it's not an automatic. If the test is passed, immediately roll on the Cyberthergic activation table and apply the results straight away. Whilst it's Thanatar is activated, it becomes part of the controlling player's force and can move and shoot and fight freely. However, at the start of each turn, after the Thanatar has been activated, the Tech Priest has to pass a leadership test, or you have to roll again on the Cyber 30 activation table. If at the end of the game, both uh, the Tech Priest and the Thanatar is alive, and in the controlling player's deployment zone, the controlling player scores five victory points. If the Tech Priest is alive, the controller's if only the Tech Priest is alive, the Control Spray scores two victory points. Uh, if both the ten- Thanatar and the Tech Priest is removed as a casualty, the opponent scores five victory points. If only the Tech Priest is removed, the opponent scores three victory points. So there's a lot of points walking around, but the, the funny part is, so once the Tech Priest or Osiris has <laughs> activated the Thanatar, you roll dice, on one to three, It's signal corruption. The, Thanator may only fire snapshots and fight with a weapon skill of 1 in assault for the remainder of the game. Oh. If this result has already happened, uh, treat this as a roll of 4-5 five, five instead. Here's
1: your bonus Thanator. He just happens to be you know... Um, <laughs> <It's> shitty. <laughs> crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: cre- corrosive Paradox. The Machine Spirit is too damaged and the Thanator suffers D3 wounds with no saves of any kind. And uh, the good old 6... Uh, so obviously the machine spirit of the thanatar rebels and the model gains spiteful self-awareness the thanatar will now from now on move towards and shoot at the closest unit each turn and then assault the same unit if able to both sides may now target the thanatar if they desire so basically it goes rogue, like uh, one, one of those bad killing,
1: cyber things with you being the first you know the tech priest being the first thing because he's next to him exactly <laughs> <laughs> stupid man you try to turn me on wallop uh, oh shit. yeah okay
3: yeah and so those are the characters here so far we have baron, baron leto guess where i took that name from no uh idea. and we also have tank commander Ivanov links and his uh, tank crew which is going to be another special character stuff. Uh, all I can hit on is like the Baron. Baron Leto will have his uh, personal honor guard, and it's about es- escorting him somewhere. And the tank crew is all about getting them to said tank and activate said tank, and then suddenly run around and shoot big guns. Ooh-hoo, so
1: that, yeah, that gives you a little sneak
3: peek of what's what's more to come in the character series.
1: Somebody tells me you're a fan of Kelly's heroes and stuff.
3: Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Classic, you know, classic stuff.
1: Absolutely classic. That's why we love it. That is very much why we love it. So there is the Frangin Heresy event Lincoln event character series. Good lord. There's a whole lot of stuff to say there. That's the missions. Exactly. That is the breakdown of the characters. Is well how how the day it's three games. Three games three games about two and a half hours each yep rough guess two rough and a half guess. hours each and it's gonna be an absolute blast
3: yeah it's gonna be crazy We're gonna have just like last year heaps of laughing and no and screaming and stuff going on and there. that'll just, just be freddie
1: and his dice
3: yeah that's just me and then there would be other people there <laughs> no no it's gonna be awesome like if, if if the last scandals or any of the last events I've been to is anything to go by this is just going to be everyone's going to have a ball
1: it's going to be be, it's going to be fucking balls, mate it's going to be so much fun yeah
3: it's going to be amazing and yeah and stay tuned for us uh, doing our Lincoln wrap up oh yes probably next episode then
1: (laughs) I guess I get well at this rate it'll be the it'll be our next full episode there is I think I'm going to try my best to get this and potentially, no promises, but potentially get the um, uh, the MKA quiz out as well as I have that recorded, recovered from the uh, scrap code infection. So I'm hoping I can get mm. that done as well. So yeah. we should have a nice bundle of stuff to go out to our listeners very, very soon. So now, is there anything else we really want to touch on as far as Lincoln is concerned? No. I think we've covered Lincoln.
3: As much as we can cover it until come, we start I think talking about post-battle covered it in whipped
1: cream and gave it a bloody good evening. Um, yep. So I think it's fair to say that one's done and done and put to bed. Yep. So unless there's anything else from you, my friend, I think we're going to just take a break and head on out to our wrap-up. And we're going to put a tune in between here and there. And I think it's important to say that there's a... Re, there's a personally... Uh, and I think for, for all of our generation that this uh, the, the sound of Chris, Chris Cornell and Bla- and uh, Audio Slave and all the music that he's been part of is, has been a big thing and uh, we, we're going to discuss between the two of us which, which song we're going to play out to but uh, this is uh, going to be a tune in memory of Chris Cornell and just uh, s- just keep an eye on your friends and family If they if they're feeling down make sure you talk to them make sure that they know they're loved, and make sure that they know they've got someone to be there for them plenty. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I think other than that, we're going to head on out and enjoy the song, guys, and we'll be back with our wrap-up after this. Mm-hmm.
0: In my eyes, indisposed, in disguise of no.
1: And we're back and that was all things link on and it's important that everybody who's going to link on has listened to this uh, through and through and uh, upwards and down backwards and forwards totally understood what's being said um, <laughs> or in reality as Perhaps we know at least you don't have to the back to listen to it <laughs> it's true but let's be fair Freddie as we know we're going to get to the event and people are going to be going so hey, we do why are we here again <laughs>
3: oh wait is this a I, th-
1: I thought this was yeah, in yeah. Infinity. Probably... <laughs> or Battletail. Yeah. So uh, that is, that is a guys. <laughs> we know it's yeah. going to happen, but that, that's that's the way of life. That's the way way it is. So, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. I'm still cramming as we record. <laughs> as Freddie knows, just before we came on air to record, swearing like a trooper, trying to remember the steps yeah, of everything. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, so, that let's do some wrap-up. Let's talk about the... Global campaign, uh, that one has been powering on like an absolute champion. And last month, I remember it was the surpassable stages, uh, Jake over at the Covenant of Fire, That's right. and doing absolutely heroic work there. Uh, and uh, I'm, pretty
3: sure I'm pretty sure it's Kenny this month.
1: It is Kenny from Combat Phase, yep. And he's doing his his first. I think I remember you saying his first sort of fully. Um, character pain written piece which is pretty awesome and it is Lesombrax and let's have a look here um, just bringing up the Oz30k wiki page which you guys want to go to and have a look at so you can get the information on the globe campaign at a couple of lo- locations. First one is Oz30k because that's what we're running it through the second one is the second Gullock War Facebook Gulloch, Gulloch. you can find it through <coughs> Yeah we dropped a Gullock. um <laughs> you can have a look through our uh, page you'll find links to it it's available if you just search for second Gollock war on Facebook and you'll find it there there's almost 600 people in there at the moment and it's growing and growing and growing so you get to them take part so you get to play your games register them on yeah, get your gollock on and get on. yeah get your Gulloch on oh yeah <laughs> Uh, I really don't want to start going to hip hop <laughs> because of like jumping like, up and down. Oh, you know. Sean,
3: sure know what's going to happen? Oh
1: dear! God. No, <laughs> no, we we do not rap battle here. We do not rap battle. Rap battle. Rap, apple. Oh, rap I'm apple.
3: pretty sure so apple. far uh, it's like three 0 to Freddie the Swede contra Sean. Uh-huh. I'm,
1: I'm not getting into that one. <laughs> not getting into that one at all. <laughs> but Subrex is a. Uh, Mechanicum is a, it's a... I'm going to read you the history actually. The Sombrax is a large murky bleak world captured, capturing the fog of pollution to the uh, of the rival Mechanicum Borealis. Uh, ghostly and Eerie, even the most veteran of shipmasters, the giant, uh, giant rests behind a uh, sister planet, uh, Trellick, uh, whose shards are a result of either some devastating bombardment by an unknown force or perhaps worse some apocalyptic catastrophe from within. Who knows what cosmic gifts or curses penetrate? It's a natural pull towards the shadowy world. Um, this is a battle, a war where the suggested games are looking through any sort of sizes. He says you can you can play as long as you're looking to play uh, something that gets you and your friends properly immersed in the heresy and the suggested battles is uh, first mission is mine mine not yours my mine not yours (laughs) oh god right okay uh, 500 to 1500 points so mortalis of centurion and if you want to know what the uh, battlefield setup or all the game rules are go on to the the sombrax planet you can see that there's mission special rules everything and there's capture the orbital elevator which is mission number two 1500 points plus And the primary objective is controlling the orbital elevator. So basically like like an objective you have to control this uh, to get things on and off the planet. It looks fucking baller. Um, I've done it a short disservice by pretty much scraping over the top of it but you guys need to go and get out there and look at what's actually happening and get involved and read it for yourself. This thing is teeming with fluff and story and you know Kenny's general awesomeness. So uh, it's going to be so much fun this month and I do believe. I'm probably going to get shouted down, but I, I have a feeling that it was very tight last month when it came to uh, the very much end of uh, do you know the know basketball. Do you know the outcome? For I'm pretty sure we kicked ass once again. Which is we, you played both oh, sides of the fence. Right. Right. Right,
3: well, right now I'm, hating, I'm, I'm, right now I'm painting <laughs> purple, so there can only be perfection.
1: Only perfection. So it's right. the royal. Yeah, we, only perfection. It's the Royal Wii. It's the, it's the Wii of the yeah. many. Awesome. Fair
3: enough. No, I, I think <laughs> uh, the, the traitor's
1: one. The station. I'm just clicking to have a look and see if there's an update.
3: But you should uh, be able to look uh, straight there on the key. Last time I checked, which, you know, to be honest, was like last week. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the traitor uh, was in the lead.
1: I'm looking at it, I'm waiting for it to load up right now. Oh, they exact. Oh yeah, yes, he victory. told you. Ah uh, yeah, the royal yeah. we, the see. royal we <laughs> covers you and everything. But uh, oh god, that was a disgusting thought. Now the royal we means you are right. <laughs> the traitors won. Well done, traitors. Power to the traitors. Let's see if we can take it all the way through the sombracks as well. And then we are the month after. That's either. right. That's right. We are July. This is going to be a whole bundle of fun and I'm saying nothing more than that because we want to do a little little pre-build episode and really make it something special yeah, so you, you guys
3: will be in for a nice treat and some awesome surprises, awesome surprises.
1: Well, and
3: prizes we will, we will do yeah, our
1: surprises prizes. and a tie-in to our next event after that which will be Scorpius so so much so much good stuff being given out you know we have the best the best fluffs the biggest you know the bigliest fluffs and the bestest words for Things and stuff. Exactly. So we're we'll awesome. Exactly. <laughs> so let's move on after that. Let's talk. Well, we covered it in the beginning of the episode, didn't we, Freddy? We talked about the night. Yeah, house, right? that's right. Yeah, that's but right. do you want to do you want to give it one more one more shout or any other mentions since we've we've last? Uh,
3: no, like uh, since we lost ours and actually listened to uh, the musical breaks, we've got some more donation coming in, and I just want to thank everyone for you know thank keep everyone. donating. Just keep keep doing the good stuff, and it's you know, like I said before, it's for a really awesome cause. Like nothing nothing could be more important than to you know help little kids. That's just how it is.
1: Amen to that. Help us fight the good fight and do the right yeah. thing. So it's very very important. All right then, guys. So we've we've covered the Night House Rifle. Links are in the show notes, and if you've got any questions, reach out to us on the Facebook group, the podcast page, or via Messenger, whatever you yeah. need to know. Um, then we've got. Our, our, our brothers in arms, um, the MKA Studios—they're going out to Oz again this year. Uh, they're doing a double header of a double header, so they're doing two boot class boot uh, boot camp masterclasses or masterclasses, as uh, it's officially known. They have those out in Oz, one in uh, one in the south, one in the north. Yeah, one, one in Brisbane,
3: one in Sydney.
1: Thank you very much. I'm glad you, you know your Aussie geography way better than yep. most for a reason. Um, and they are putting on a fundraiser for Soldier On, a fantastic campaign to support uh, soldiers, <laughs> veterans. Um, it's the Australian veterans, am I That's right, right. Now, Freddie? That's right. That is right. Returning yeah. servicemen. No, the, the, the people who need to help, the people who we can help. Uh, so it's important to do so. And. Dear God, they, they don't do things by halves. I swear they saw what we were going to do, with what they they heard we might do, went for this, and then we outshot them with the night raffle. But you know, um, I, I I'm not I'm not suggesting anything that <clears throat> we're better. But um, you know, we try our best. It's all for a good cause, and these guys are going to be offering out a fantastic price for ten Aussie dollars. Every donation of ten Aussie dollars, you get an entry into the raffle, and this year's price is a custom painted. Socar Pattern Stormbird in the Legion colours of your choice, painted by the NKO studio team. The mind boggles of what that is worth when you think you just pay, you can pay as little as $10 to get it. Yeah, fuck it. Um, <laughs> so. the, the, the numbers don't make sense, but it makes sense for what it's all about, which is the great cause. Um, and just one very quick I mean, we've got notes in the show notes for you to look at. The one quick thing with this is when you put your donation through, you need to make sure you name and contact details on this so they can get in touch with you when you win because part of this is going to be, it's not going to be painted ahead of time, it's going to be painted after their courses are done so as soon as they've got... Yeah, it's
3: not like uh, Matt can predict what legion is going to be the one that wins.
1: (laughs) Otherwise, you could could choose any legion you wanted as long as it was the 13th. uh, No... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no <laughs> so uh, yeah basically uh, the other thing is that there will be a requirement for the winner to uh, sort out postage with the team in regards to the event last time i checked last time i checked that was the situation um, so do bear that in mind but at the end of the day if you win on the $10 ticket.
3: <laughs> Who cares about postage? The,
1: the sheer difference. I was going to say, you, postage, yeah, whatever, bring it. <laughs> that would be my answer. So, uh, yeah, don't worry about that. But get get involved. Support another great cause. You've got two fantastic causes this year to be part of. Yeah. Get out there, throw a little money in there, and it's all good. Um, so that's that. Should we plow on to uh, the events that yeah. we have? Um, we do have a couple of events that uh, have been sent to us. Haven't included them this time, but we will include them in our next episode for sure. Um, if I can dig the information out while we're talking, I'll, I'll try and give them a shout out as well. But the first one, as we've talked about it already, lots in this show, talking it to death, is the leak on Heresy, taking place on the 27th of May. So that in and of itself is rather it's awesome. Like four, four, more then, sleeps. Four, four more sleeps. My God, yeah. it is four more sleeps, isn't it?
3: Which means only four more nights of painting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Oh Jesus, age, Christ! What am I going to do? Manic. <laughs> Manic. Hyperventilating, looking at your painting table. Ah, fuck it, I'll get it done. Um, okay, then we have uh, the Hagvarian Betrayal. And Freddie, you want to give us a rundown oh, I on mean that one? I'm in the
3: backseat uh, tournament. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well no, yeah
3: a, a drunk freddy made up to, chose, to
1: devised by the bad, shadow of the backseat light yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: the Hag- hagvarian betrayal it's uh one another a new event in the brangian heresy event series so basically it's a team event where uh, players bring uh, 2500 points each uh, so well players but there're two players so 5000 points aside uh, each player gets 2500 points out of this that that it's going to be. Um, the, we're limited to, uh, limited to basically thirty attendees. 30 attendees. And so so far, 20, and so far, I think we're up to twenty, which is good. Yeah. So, that's a, so. yeah, last check which is good. 20. It's an even even nice number to to run. And and uh, basically, it's a two-day event, run right in Stockholm at same place as Skandis, and uh, there'll going to be two two battles on uh, the Saturday and followed by two on the on the Sunday. And there will be a nice uh, e- evening soiree <laughs> with some light beverages and uh, heaps of heresy talk and banter and shit. So, and uh, hopefully, at least I'm going to do some live recording and stuff from there. Uh, I'll try to interview people and see what's going on, unless I get too drunk. And you'll have to wait for the post-Hagrarian episode. <laughs>
1: That's always good. It's always good. It's going to be good no matter what yeah. it is.
3: That's going to be awesome. People are super psyched. <laughs> It's gonna be
1: cool. Yes they are I'm, I'm very much looking forward to uh, to seeing it unfortunately I wouldn't be there and, myself. And,
3: and crying because you missed hey, it. And,
1: and crying. Exactly crying like a well yeah crying just just being manly and crying about it you know one, one solemn tear rolling down yeah. my cheek um, as, as I paint furiously or something else getting it ready for whatever the next event is. Um, Actually, the next event, as, as I segue in there kind of nicely, is uh, one that we've been sent and I'm giving a shout out to Lucas Lyon, or Leon. Um, and Lucas has sent in an event and he's from the Lone Star Legion and they have a heresy event coming up in July the 7th of the 9th and it's going to be held at the Hearst Conference Center in Hearst, Texas, which is about 20 miles east of Dallas. Conference center is located only fifteen minutes from DFW airport, and there's lodging available close by. Uh, so if you're local, um, hop on a plane. If you're not, lo- or, or yeah, local, I guess that's like two or three states either side. I don't know what <coughs> local is in a country so big, but you know, hop on a plane. You can fly in, fifteen minutes away, not bad at all. The, the event will run Friday evening, all day Saturday, and Sunday morning and afternoon. Friday will be small tactical strike style games of three hundred points with one HQ and one squad. Ooh, cool. And they're gonna be GMing the adventure with, where your opponent may not be the only danger. Bum, bum, bum. Bum. We need the soundboards yeah. and stuff. Really well us uh I don't know. I get a, get a Patreon going so we can have like weird sounds
3: going on. Yeah, we'll
1: get a Patreon going for soundboards and you know
3: random stuff. Stuff,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, random I, hope, stuff. I hope to see uh, some T-
3: TFL representation of this.
1: I would expect some TFL representation. I'd be disappointed if there wasn't. I mean, you know, same state yeah. uh, It's not like Saturday Texas is going to be. Twi- like shit. Nah, not at all. You could walk across it in like, you know, four weeks or something. I don't know. Uh, Saturday will be a two and a half thousand point Age of Darkness battles and a fairly standard format. As Sunday will be three thousand point Mega battles alongside even more three hundred point G events that will have effects on each other's games. Ooh. Awesome. Just, way, just way so like it. awesome, just the way I like it. Awesome, and you know what? I, th- this I have to talk about. He's just included a really little small, like very small sentence or two about the fluff, but it's just got me itching to know more. And the narrative of the event is based around uh, the one of the Furious is sister ships. The loyalists will attempt to discover what they can, what they can about the construction, and the traitors will f- be fighting to oppose them so that sounds pretty fucking awesome yeah, exactly. uh, the event is going to be uh, great for veterans of the heresy as well as beginners the three days will uh, be a la carte so you can pick and choose what days you participate in uh, players who haven't been able to get a full heresy arm painted will be able to participate in the GM games and influence the larger narrative as well while players with large vehicles of super heavy collections can participate in the mega battle I like this format, I like this format yeah, a lot it's rather it. awesome Uh, Event registration will be $40 and this entry into the con, uh, of course, it's going to be part of a con as well. Uh, The event will be for all three days, there will be a cap of 30 players. So, fingers out of rear ends, go over there, hook yourselves up, book your tickets, get involved. This sounds like a fucking awesome event straight off. Lucas, I salute you and the uh, the rest of the team there at the Lone Star Legion. Uh, Well done, we are giving it a shout out and we will shout it out as often as we can up until the uh, the uh, event itself runs so keep that heresy hard brother we love yeah. it nice definitely weekend.
3: send us more information like how it went and what was going on so, some of the pictures. narrative stories and missions and battles fuck it, yeah, i love that shit i read that all night so. that that's
1: that's your that's your bedtime reading isn't it really freddie yeah that's what you're saying
3: that 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 yeah. with uh <laughs> voice over of the you you porn or whatever <laughs> yeah porn tube uh,
1: I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. I have no idea what you're, what you're watching on Pornhub or anything along those lines. Um, and then a week later, Warzone Houston, the Houston Heresy, fifteenth uh, of July takes place in the Houston Marriott West Chase. Uh, get involved to find it out, uh, hunt that one out on Facebook, and get involved. After that, Freddy, yeah. we've got Scorpius. Yeah,
3: something in Lund.
1: Something in the south of Sweden. Yes. Yes. So all the way down my way. Uh, so that's 12th the 13th of August. Um, and it, it's going to be our, three of uh, our event series. Our
3: grand finale for Golok.
1: For Golok, the Golokolok. Yeah, the Golok War. Uh, this our month in the Golok War will tie into Scorpius, and so you'll be able to possibly. Uh, we haven't decided yet. influence in some way, shape, or form. How that's going to be played out. Um, It's going to be played at the uh, Farm Shack Barbecue here in South Sweden uh, just outside of Lund so we held the MKA Painting uh, Masterclass everybody had a brilliant time there. It's a fantastic location and it's going to be just an absolute brilliant event I'm looking forward to it. Uh, 2500 points there's going to be uh, fun in the evenings talking about night jousts or other themed events uh, you know, there's a whole, whole load of stuff going on, but right now we just need to get Link on out of the way yep. <laughs> and start worrying about everything else. But again, there will be an event specific focused episode coming up, and it ties into a few other things we're going to be doing as well. So it's all. Green. Yeah, and
3: we'll do the whole lead up as well through the Goluch oh, campaign yeah. and shit. So <laughs> you'll be really psyched for fucking uh, Scorpius because there's be he- heaps of shit going on, like the, the stuff we're bringing, like uh, the cool little (coughs) campaign boards and shit and there'll be
1: there's a map there's you know there's new ideas coming up all the time it will will be cool it will be to awesomes it's going to be it's going to be a fun event and then we've got that's the next one Heresy at the Nova Open yep which is the 31st to the 31st of August to the 3rd of September so, you were, you were the one who grabbed the details about this, Freddie. Can you remember said details? Uh,
3: well, it's held, held in Washington. Uh, I don't yeah. know exactly the details about how many points and shit, because I forgot about it, and right now I'm, I've am i glued a miniature to one, my hand, and my, my other hand has a paintbrush.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I'm not going to ask you to do anything. But, technical but it's a sir, go into
3: Facebook, search fucking Nova, and Bob's your uncle.
1: Yeah. Get involved. I do like believe I, that I've there's going to be some... I've like
3: te- actually read through like the the event information and stuff, and it looks fucking baller. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like, they, like they, the, they... Just based on the stuff that they uh, they throw down at Adepticon, because it's the same guys, and oh my yeah. fucking God, like you're being for a massive treat. Just go there, and yeah. it'll be ace, man. It'll be ace.
1: My understanding is that Michael from uh, Radio Free is and Ryan will be there as well. Um, I know that the last last time I heard I have I need to catch up a little bit with the dudes, to see how they're doing. But uh, my understanding was that they're both attending because Michael unfortunately didn't make a this year because of life and work. Yeah, well. I, know. So, I drank for
3: him. Every so single
1: day. You drank for him. You drank his quota of alcohol just to make sure he was there in spirits.
3: Exactly. In spirits. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, yeah, I, did I what is. Oh. Yeah. I'm so classy, me. Such a class. Um, so yeah, Ma- Michael and Michael and Ryan will be there. There'll be other dudes from the Heresy community. Get involved, go along. It's going to be an absolutely fantastic event. Um, Trasus uh, or Tarsus Four, uh, the taking of nev- uh, Nervia Glavencia. Jesus Ooh. Christ, boys! Slectic or some shit. I'm, I'm, I'm special that's for definitely for sure yeah. um, that's on the 23rd to 24th of September last time I checked it it sold out within like six hours of being released which was a few months ago um, so it's uh, it's an event that's already sold out however do go along to the Gino 5 because it's their event have a look at their, uh, their Facebook group give them some love say hi from us and um, if there is available space get along if there's not but you're in the local area and you want to go in and see what they're doing I'm sure that with a little bit of a heads up they'll be able to uh, accommodate people coming in to say yeah. hi But
3: I mean, I'm pretty sure there's then. a reserve list so you know but
1: I wouldn't be surprised if there was there's always
3: drop, last minute dropouts that's just a, a common thing in the events organizing so if
1: beauty school dropouts yeah. always happen so
3: like if you go on a reserve list you're pretty much sure you'll get the event anyway
1: yeah that is very true so get on there, and have a look now there is one thing that i've forgotten to shout out i have promised that i would i'm just trying to drag up the details right now and that is the mka sub so hobby camp Ooh. uh and that is taking place in i'm waiting for it to come up now because of course when i need it my facebook and internet is slower than i am running uphill uh which is pretty fucking slow if i'm fair uh, the student hobby camp it is going to be taking place at income gaming and it is uh, happening on the. I think
3: it's like the ninth or something.
1: It's a five-day hobby camp. It is the tenth to the fourteenth of June. It's two hundred fifty pounds for the ticket. Believe me when I say that ticket is worth yeah, way more care. than that. Uh, we there's just no arguments from us no. that one.
3: If I wasn't, and if I didn't have the kids that, that week by myself uh, i would fucking i've been over there in
1: a heartbeat i would honestly say if i had the cash i'd be there myself because it was such a blast when we had them over yeah. here and it would be rather awesome to be out over there hanging out with the guys again and painting and doing cool stuff so you know it's a shame we can't be there but next time maybe next time yeah. uh, we'll see what we can do but uh, get involved get out there get learning some skills and
0: it, it, you it know, is, up your game
3: it is one of the fucking best investments you can do in a hobby for sure
1: Yeah, I, 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 I can't disagree uh, at all I wouldn't try yeah. um, and then you know trust me when I say your, your hobby levels will just up that's not a good that's not a, that is a good thing simple as that <laughs> your hobby will get better and it will be awesome um so they're just to give you guys an idea of what they're doing the course is a two-day introduction to tanks which is the 10th and 11th uh, there's a day of gaming in gaming which will be uh, all day in a pub with a beer garden dear god what that
3: we, we, we know what that uh, did last time <laughs> so
1: yeah. <clears throat> yeah that's true hashtag i'm working yeah. here um and then there's a two-day introduction to infantry course which is the 13th to 14th get in there uh especially if you've never picked up an airbrush before I will say uh, do not be afraid to go and do this because they really teach you everything and that is so important yeah like
3: Um, I've never touched an airbrush before I did the course and I I feel I'm pretty good with an airbrush now so
1: yeah I'm I'm feeling pretty confident with an airbrush I'm thinking I can uh, handle handle myself in a back alley airbrush fight if it all went down to that things got a little bit heated a little bit dangerous I think I could hold my own um but, uh, which reminds me, I need that connector for the Sotar, so keep you Broke, bring that with yeah. you? At the end? Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's not broken. It just needs need a bit of backup. Um, so yeah, that is the hobby camp, and back on track, schedule and timings. That leaves us with the last of our event series, Scandas Scandas. take it away. Michael. Well,
3: Scandas is there. No hold bars. Bring out your big toys. Mamas play. It is uh, 3,500 points. You can do any horus heresy related force org, so it could be you know Leviathan, it could be whatever. Um, it is just yeah, go nuts, and it's a fucking blast. It's a team event, so it, it's not based on the individual performance or anything. It's it's just purely loyalists versus traitors, and and you win as a, an entire team. And we're gonna have.
1: You win as an entire team. You sadly lose as an entire team yeah. as well. But you know that's how it's that right.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, we we can have forty attendees. Uh, I'm pretty sure we had like too many booked. <laughs> so, uh, I think it was like forty-three. I think
1: we were breaking our breaking our last time, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Sorry. So
3: uh, we need to. I need to start checking. Like uh, I think I need to start charging people. <laughs> so who has paid, and I can tick them off the list. Because yeah, Jesus Christ.
1: Basically, bitch,
3: give me I, I can't physically fit fit in more than, than uh, twenty tables.
1: Yeah, so there'll be some basically what Freddie's saying is there'll be some bareback riding here at yeah. the lobbying uh, So uh, it'll be good. It'll be good. Um, so yeah, Scandus is the big finale for our they will, also, it
3: will also will also have they... the night jails like we did last time. It was so fucking popular.
1: The night raffle will yeah, be going. The off. Raffle
3: will be drawn.
1: There'll be a shit ton of live streaming being done. There'll be some two-on-one fights again. Yeah, shore, heaps of prices,
3: random and prizes, draws, and shit. Yeah. And-
1: all, yeah. all kinds of stuff going on. All shades of all shades, 50
3: shades of, of purple. Fifty shades of
1: purple. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Um, so yeah, I can't wait. That's it's, this year is. I mean, th- those are just the events that we've listed that we've been informed of. There are loads more events out there. If you have events, please get in touch. Please let us know. Um, please c- keep building the hobby. Do more for the hobby. Let us know what we can do by letting us help shout out your events. And let's just keep going. Let's just keep it rolling. It's going to be an absolute Fuck blast. You. So, Freddy, is there anything else you want to add, my friend, before we wrap this one up in a little bow and uh, you know, send it no, off? I that's, that's it. No, I think that's that's about it. That's about Okay, then, well, I'm going to say quite happily that it's a good night and for me. Good night for me. And a good life from Chris as well. But <coughs>
3: he's, he's already his
1: unfortunately, so. <laughs> He is he's already is. He's a busy he's man. He's a tired <laughs> boy. So he's having a rest. Um, so, with that, remember, treat life like 30K. Be angering in the streets. Be fulgrim in the sheets. And try not to lose your head. This is the in Heresy Podcast. Signing off. The hit the Let the,
0: hit the Let the, hit the Let the, hit the Let the